What's going on, dreamers? I stole your shit. I stole hey, you. everybody. Yeah, you're, you're stealing. <laughs> we're on the we're on uh, American Piss Camp right now, dude. Um, yeah. So this is fucking <laughs> Tanner and Stone Fox Detroit, and I want to make Piss Magazine a better place for you. I want to talk about dicks and pussies more often. Yeah, we're serving up smiles. I want to I want to talk more about ill-advised drug experiences. That sounds good. And some cults I'm really trying to entertain right now. You want to get into the culties? I really do, actually. Okay. Okay. You, you can educate me. Dude, so, I mean, what's what's your flavor? Like, are you, like, a, a Christian-flavored cult guy? Do you like your, your Hinduism? Like, what are, you, what are you into? I'm kind of a try-anything kind of guy. All right. Well, then you... I, d- I do like the Hindi stuff, you know, where they're blowing up uh, subways or whatnot. Okay. Releasing gases into metropolitan systems. I'll, I'll, I will bring <laughs> the fun of the Hindu shit. Okay. In with some good old-fashioned American racism. Dude, th- have you ever heard Those of things go well together. They do. They do. Classic, <laughs> actually. They love racism in India. They're super into it. Um, have you heard of the I Am activity? No. Okay. Guy and Edna Ballard, two chuckle fucks, literally from Kansas and Iowa. I love that you're always on a first-name basis oh, with yeah. these people, by the way. I, well, uh, you know, they're, they're, to me, they're important figures in history because at one point in time, <laughs> these guys had a million followers. Holy shit. And they had the equivalent of, I think, like $30 million that they raked in a, in a 10-year period during the Great Depression. Yeah, you got to have the capital to do this stuff. No, so they started with nothing, dirt poor. Dirt oh, wow. poor. So they started charging for these seminars where they would channel these beings called the Ascended Masters. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I love that name. Well, yeah, and they ripped it off. They ripped it off from Helena Blavatsky. Okay. Who was like, yeah, there are these people, there are these spirit beings in Tibet, and they fucking talk to me. They talk through me. I'll write down their shit. <laughs> and so Guy and Edna Ballard were oh, like. Oh, a channeler. Yeah. Or channelers. Oh, shit. So Guy and Edna Ballard literally rip off the Joseph Smith story. Like, his version is he went to Mount Shasta in California, and an angel came down. Much like Moroni did to Joseph Smith. And this angel was the Ascended Master Saint Germain. Okay. I'm, I'm a little familiar with him. So if you, if you don't know what an Ascended Master is, it's basically someone that got so enlightened in their lifetime that they have left the cycle of reincarnation. Wow. And they're like just like spiritual helpers. They just love everything and they want to help you. <laughs> of course they always want to help you. I mean, unless you don't fucking tithe and then they'll fucking uh. come to where you live Unless you don't cough up the coin. Seriously, there's there's <laughs> stories of people like being like tormented in their dreams by ascended masters. If you don't give them the money, you don't give them your wives. There's going to be some problems. So that's the weird thing. There's no no wife swapping in these ascended master cults. Okay, they've, got, they've like, got a point for me for that. Yeah, it seems to be mostly about uh, f- um, money. Except there, there's a new one that kind of popped off recently that they did a cool documentary about. Have you ever heard of the Twin Flames cult? No. It's, it was this couple, and they were like, we're Twin Flames. And this is like an Ascended Masters I Am Activity idea. Okay. So Guy and Edna Ballard developed this. The idea that you have a soulmate out there that's your Twin Flame. You share something. Just like you're, you're two halves of the same soul, I think. Now this sounds like a David Lynch movie. Kind of, <laughs> you know, it's, you know, his, his you know, if you could kind of make this sexy if you tried real, real hard. Yeah. I don't know. I think David Lynch movies are sexy. Add some Soon. jazz, some Add like some rockabilly <laughs> jazz in there. <laughs> um, wait, okay. So where, where was I? Uh, oh yeah. The twin flames. Cult. Yes. So they were, f- this is so nutty. Um, they were just like a relationship coaching thing. 
okay, we're going to like help you find your spiritual match, help you manifest it. And then they started matching up people in the cult and just like sort of demanding like, hey, you guys are a couple now. It's like culty speed dating. A hundred percent. Wow. And the cult leader decides who you hook up with, which is like classic cult shit. But they would say this. Every every couple has a divine masculine and a divine feminine. That's the, the twin flame essence. That's the, the their idea. And so there would be gay people or just straight people in there, and they would like force them into gay relationships based on whether they thought they were divine feminine or divine masculine. Oh, no. And guess what? Hey, so let's say you're, you're born a man, right, Emmett? Yeah. If they thought you were truly in your soul divine feminine they would force you to transition oh wow so uh, yeah oops sorry you're a bottom now yeah yeah oops sorry yeah you're the <laughs> you're the you're the lady in the relationship and they would do this to men and women they'd force straight cis men and women to transition and join gay relationships how do you think they decided do you think they did the straws or are they pulling it out of a hat i think they're laughing and being like wouldn't it be fucking <laughs> funny if we made the fucking straight Latina chick who weighs 300 pounds date the 19-year-old uh, the fucking twink and we make a, we make her the boy and him the girl. Like, it's, it's, weir- it's weird shit like that where it literally just seems like they have... Um, maybe it's an earnest belief in this shit, but it really just kind of seems like the guy was getting off on uh, controlling a bunch of sad, desperate, uh, mostly women. He's doing his own mad scientist experiments. A hundred percent. With the religion. He's playing cult leader, and it's yes. like not in a fun, cool way. And there's a fun, cool way to do it, I'm hoping. Well, I'm sure building it is fun. I mean, you get to cherry pick all your favorite things. Yeah. And just uh, meld them together, you know? And then... See if you can get people to be into it. it. It seems like for six to ten years, you get to ramble about that shit uninterrupted. And that wow. is appealing as fuck. You don't have to pay taxes, right? No. See, and you don't. There's a tax uh, tax benefit there too. There's all kinds of perks with the the culty stuff. Honestly, <laughs> it it costs twenty dollars to make a church in our state. Yeah, and you know we we all have uh, you know a shared religion here at, at yeah. our at our podcast. Uh, we worship a great owl god. Yes, and you're uh, talking about Moloch. I mean, yes, that's one of his names. Am I not supposed to name drop? I, I you don't you don't <laughs> name drop in general. I mean, why would you name drop the Dark Lord? Forgive me. Dude, do you th- it, it kind of bums me out that there's probably someone watching this who's like legit worried about like the cult of Baal or whatever, like the, the Moloch worship. Oh, I'm sure. P- people take some of this stuff seriously. Yeah, and you know what? I, I We've been over that. I did for a while because once it comes across your desk, you have to be like, okay, is this real? And frankly, fucking no. There's just like creeps and pedophiles, and sometimes they hang out. I don't think there's like... A, a church or a castle where 400 of them meet. Yeah, it's more it, complicated than that. It, it has to you be know? more complicated. It's not black and white. Dude, I mean, you know? here's the thing, though. Who and how do you get into, like, kidnapping people for money? Because, okay, imagine this. You're a guy. You don't want to work a regular job. I'm already halfway there. Right. Okay, so <laughs> you decide, I'm going to kidnap a bunch of people, end quote. Yeah. And then I'm going to sell them for money, end quote. And then... <laughs> Well, my first thought is I I must have been blackmailed into this or something. That could be. To get me to this point. Right, because, well, like, who has the connections to sell a person? You'd have to be blackmailed into it. Like, you you don't just, like, wake up one morning and you're like, you know, I think Steve would buy a lady. Yeah, no flip just switches. You've got to be in dire straits financially, or you've been uh, blackmailed into some program you've stumbled into by your own uh, 
negligence or something, you know? Dude, the, your the, own stupidity. Dude, blackmail stories are always the fucking craziest. Like it's it's always like I was just trying to get get my student loans together. It's always the most innocent people. And I was just trying to be a Mossad agent. I'm just trying to be a Mossad <laughs> agent. A regular Israeli spy going about my everyday business. Dude, I, I totally <laughs> want to watch more Israeli spy interviews because those people love, like, I don't know what it is about the Mossad culture, but they love thinking they're like James Bond. You know, that's why the one thing I'm upset about uh, Epstein is that we didn't get like a 60 Minutes interview. Oh my God, how you cool know? would that have been, right? Like, because here's the thing. They never wanted that to happen because he probably would have just McAfee'd it, like just been like a hundred percent dead honest, be like, "Oh yeah, no, we took uh, girls in the plane." Yeah. Because like, what are you gonna do after that? Your career's already fried. You, you know, you're gonna be executed probably. Oh fuck yeah! So you're gonna, you would just spill the beans. J- just it, here's the thing. So maybe maybe he was killed. I think he maybe. was killed, and and sort of the, the <laughs> like big maybe he d- maybe he did uh, he didn't do it. There's there's a it's hard to believe that the buzzkill dude the buzzkill is uh, that there was no dead man switch like you think someone that powerful who works exclusively in blackmail would have an insurance policy like a de- so oh de- a parachute uh, to yeah. get out of it? it well no so like a dead man switch is like an info drop that if you don't check in within x amount of time yeah. it will self release oh goes all the news news agencies. Yeah, like a packet. So like yeah, yeah. Um, press release thing. So like Onion Share, which is great software. Go download it right now, Onion Share. You can Any shout outs. You can set up. It's it's open source. I don't mind shouting it out. It's a totally free project. Um, th- you can set up a fucking website, a Tor website, to serve a file, but it will only become active on a certain day for a certain period of time, and so you can be like, if I don't, if I'm not alive to turn this off. All of this shit goes public, and that's how a dead man switch works. Whoa. It's so fucking rad. That's diabolical, dude. Yeah. It's, you can just hit the nuclear switch. It's literally like keeping me alive is in your best interest. Like, it's just the automatic flip. Dude, imagine a website being your bulletproof vest. It's, you know, basically. Dude, dude when someone says bulletproof and website, here's, here's, <laughs> here's what I started thinking about. Does bulletproof hosting still exist, comma, did it ever? Like... So Bulletproof Hosting, I might have talked about on the show, was this weird service you could buy. It was super expensive. It was like 100 bucks a month, 60 bucks a month minimum, $500 in the high end. But what it was was um, Russian VPSs and Chinese VPSs. Ah. So like you would you'd SSH into a fucking server in fucking wherever Stan and like you would just be they would just let you post whatever you wanted because they weren't going to be subpoenaed by the american law enforcement buying pure anonymity yeah so like you would you'd like pay in fucking bitcoin you would of course you would fucking (laughs) um connect to it through tor and you would just like fucking i mean that's how malware works is like you find a someone creepy enough to host that shit because you can't just like get on amazon aws anymore and like put like malware on there oh people did that Oh, for sure. I mean, there's. I don't know. I'm not an IT guy, so. There's so much shit on the internet is like malware that like, I just, I don't know what it's for at this point. Like we're talking outside of the LimeWire and yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the old school stuff. You know. There, there's weird shady shit like in browser crypto mining. Oh wow! So like, um, you whoa, can, whoa, you whoa. C- yeah, you can mine Monero through your browser, right? There's a JavaScript. While I'm just looking app. through Google Images. 
Yeah. So, Holy yeah, shit. Hundred percent. Um, and so I'm in the wrong business. But here, here's the thing, is when you'd use the HTML version, it just kind of all goes towards like a pool or like whoever set up the website, it's going to them. So like, oops, you can have, uh, basically just you can just be stealing people's processing power and making free money and that that was sort wow. of the the problem with monero for a while why has nobody made a religious cult out of this of just like keeping your laptop on all the time yeah like <laughs> yes <if> mining <laughs> we should actually create a kill podcasters page and and then like just go to that website and mine monero for us and if you want to support just yeah. keep your laptop then you're on technically working for us It'd be nice. Then you're te- yeah, you're technically an employee. Don't don't donate. Steal your parents' electricity and mm. bandwidth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait till they get that energy bill. Dude, there's <laughs> they just blame it on us. W- dude, there's some crazy fucking shit, dude. I, you know what? Actually, let me rephrase that. There's been a severe lack of crazy fucking shit, and I I think it has to do with me not drinking anymore. That's a good thing, though. I think it is. What kind of crazy stuff are you talking about happening? Like, are you noticing more insane shit, or is insane shit happening now that you're not drinking? Well, it's no insane shit's happening, and I feel, you know, an immense void where suicidal women and uh, liquor used to play a role. Mm. And and now I'm like, what do I fill that? What do I fill that god-sized hole with? (laughs) (laughs) Your your entertainment, your art, my art. Yeah, no, definitely more room for the art. That's why a lot of those people get sober, probably. (laughs) Dude, I I wanted this fucking. Dude, there's a lot of people that get sober to be better at art, and it might not be the right move. Yes, you gotta get well. You gotta get away from the suicide queens. Yeah, for that sure. Hel- that helps. Number that one, step one. Dude, have you have you ever dated a suicide queen? Yes. Oh my god. I don't know if it was uh, legitimate. A lot of a lot of false threats. Yeah. Toward themselves, you know 100%, what I mean? Hundred percent. Yeah, and th- and then it's the weird ones. That's an attention thing, right? I I that's what <laughs> I, people I hate making say. those assumptions. People will get so mad about that, but it's like, I mean, what else am I supposed to think of it if it doesn't come to fruition? People s- people say it's an attention thing, and like I'm kind of inclined to believe it, but also anyone I've ever known that does that shit somewhat regularly, like multiple times in a year, it's always something they know won't kill them. Yes, it's something that'll get their stomach pumped and put them in a hospital overnight. I mean, either like, way, they're obviously emotionally unstable. Yes. E- e- whether they were it's or not, that yeah. to, to even do that. It's, it's definitely not the right way to go about addressing, yeah. uh, feel, feeling disturbed. Like, if you feel disturbed emotionally... And you're unmedicated. Go to the hospital. <laughs> go to the ER. Like, I, I feel yes. like actually a crisis lot... Crisis center. I feel like a lot of people don't know this. There are buildings called crisis centers. Mm. There are things called hospitals. They are... Shoutouts? And they have to <laughs> treat you. If you have zero dollars, they have to treat you. And guess what? Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. No, oh, wow. Is that like, that's by law? Yeah, it's just a Reagan era thing, actually. That's ama- amazing. Yeah, so you can go in. This is this is how everyone who's not legally a U.S. citizen gets health care. <laughs> you go, not everybody. This is how it's done. Oh, you say you're crazy? Um, <laughs> no, so you, you go. You <laughs> I'm going to hurt myself. You go into the ER, and uh, they usually ask for insurance first now to avoid this, but just pretend to be in so much pain you can't answer. And then oh, that's smart. And then give them a fake name, and then you walk out because like a doctor sees you, pers- you know, does the thing, gives you the medicine you need at that exact for that exact emergency, and then you just leave without paying, mm. because similar to everywhere else on earth now, um, they have a no chase policy. 
they don't come after you? Not at all. Like you mean? Do you mean physically or financially? Physically, they will not come (laughs) after you, and financially, they don't know who you are. Yeah, dude, they'll go after shoplifters, but they won't go after you for that. That's good. Well, and Target goes after shoplifters. (laughs) Like the the any store, anyone who works retail or works in food service or whatever knows that no chase is the policy of the day because a lot of people there started to be this thing where people would shoplift in order to get hurt so they could sue the company for like a reckless endangerment or like oh they're scheming like that yeah yeah it's just multiple levels you just think about it you're just like i'm gonna provoke somebody into hurting me well there's no slipping on milk anymore to get a settlement they've played that out it's a hundred dude you can't be a (laughs) slip and fall man anymore used to be whole careers were slip and fall men and now, dude, if you wanted to suit, I guess now you'd just be like, uh, you'd litigate about sex or something, something like that you can't prove, but like is sympathetic on some level. Oh, like making a, an allegation? Yeah, hundred percent. Oh you'd my just god! Just p- pick somebody. Like Corey Feldman touched my butthole. End quote. So you know, you just say that. Oh, it would make sense because you know people that have been through trauma are the ones committing it, in the end sometimes. So. I mean, it's, that's what they say. The cycle this is abuse. all speculation, <laughs> which which begs the question, who is the first person to get abused? Mm. They, mm. Corey, right? Corey, it was Corey Haim. Corey Haim. That's what, <laughs> that's what they say. Have you ever seen that really uncomfortable interview where they're like confront like Corey uh, Haim is confronting Corey Feldman about not doing anything about them getting molested? Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, well, hey, I guess he's made up for that now. I mean, not really. Corey Feldman? Corey, F- I he don't said know. So he wasn't he on The View and... He he hasn't really named names. He's he, he put out a book. Yeah. And like it's kind of known who he's talking about. Um I I th- I believe it's that the that convicted pedophile manager of uh NSYNC or Backstreet Boys. Can't remember who it was. But he's like fa- like he's the really fat guy like Oh, the little old fat guy? Yeah, Don something or other. Yeah. But uh allegedly that's that's who it was. Somebody else recently made a video about this. Some other celebrity, I'm forgetting his name now, and he was like he he actually name dropped. He was like, "See see Feldman, it's not that hard. I didn't have to I didn't want to be paid millions of dollars to do this. You didn't mm-hmm. have to buy my album or my book or go to the fake streaming thing that got fake hacked. Did did you hear about that? Oh yeah, I knew he was going to stream the the movie, right? He was going to stream his documentary the documentary about it. And then it got hacked, and then there was no way to release it. Wait, so <laughs> so he planned all that, totally. the hack and everything, which is it, it be, and he took money for it, so it's just like fraud. Like no Didn't one. Didn't a comedian do that? Stage like a bullshit hacking, oh. with a release, wasn't it? Like Andrew Scholes. It's I'm not entirely sure. Didn't that happen? Sure. I'm not, I think that happened. I'm not bold enough, or I wasn't around for it. I'll say that, but I, dude, I think it's really fucking funny when comedians unintentionally grift because they're just like incompetent. They're like mm. bad at scheduling. Like it's it's kind of my favorite thing. <laughs> um, you can't pay a comedian enough to do anything. That's what yeah. I've learned. Like if they want to do something, th- they'll do it for free or they'll do it for like twenty bucks. But if they don't want to do something, twenty thousand dollars would not get Jesus. them out of fucking bed. That would be nice. Twenty thousand. I wish I was in a position where like. I was getting offered that kind of money to do anything. Well, it'd be called doggy um. style. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Holy shit! Like, dude, there is not. There's not a lot of like. You know how like there's these videos where it's like these guys in Nepal make thirty thousand dollars for hanging these telephone lines once a year. Yeah. Or de-icing them, and I'm like, I don't. There's not one white motherfucker flying over there for just one chunk of. Like that's that's like a salary in America is thirty thousand dollars. Like that's fine. You can live in a squalor somewhere with that. And uh, 
<laughs> yeah, guys guys will come here to do the deadliest catch shit, I'm sure, from other countries. Oh, yeah. there's You look at that crew. It's like it's like Thai dudes and shit. Mm. Um, and dude, so much money. Like in the Philippines, like, have you ever... I, it's not WeWork, but it's there's some fucking website where you can just hire like a Filipino assistant. Really? Oh, dude. And it's like you pay them like maybe $8,000 a year. And to them, it's like... Fuck! It's two hundred dollars a month. That's I think I think we found our social media managers. Yeah, no. <laughs> Sam Hyde said he did that for a while, and hire him to do our uh, KPN Instagram. That might well. That might actually be good. Maybe they can actually sign up on Meta platform. We'll just give them all the assets and be like, post it. You know, we'll make a schedule for them. Dude, monitor, um, mod the <laughs> mod the comments. <laughs> Izzy reached out to me today and he was like, dude, maybe you should paywall piss magazine. It'll be like the, the meta show about the network. And I'm like, God, is there that little fucking comedy on the show now? Jesus Christ. Like I, like I need to be funnier. I've been trying to write shit down and bring it up. Like I didn't write it, it can, down. It can get pretty serious. It can get, it can that's get what I originally heavy, liked yeah. about this show. Is that it would get heavy. Yeah. Well, yeah, no, that's the thing is it. I know we're trying to move away into comedy, you know, the, to stick to one fucking facet, you know. Well, the old <laughs> format was it's not easy. Was I would bring I bring my drunk friends over to my house, yeah, and I would get them talking about like the grossest sex stories. A lot of gay, had. a lot of gay sex. There's just a lot of gay sex stories <laughs> in those first. The first like ten episodes of Piss Magazine is like just three or four guys running through gay sex. It's history. like the grinder cast, the grinder cast. If there was a grinder cast, it would have been that we had a huge initial female following. And you know, the less we talked about gay sex, the less women listened. Ah. It's literally, they, they transitioned. They transitioned. They <laughs> the did. whole audience transitioned. It, that could be, I don't know. I, I feel like there's a, there's a lot of people that like interact with me on Twitter that, that know this show exists but do not fucking listen to it at all. Yeah, you gotta you gotta listen to this show. You gotta give it a rating on Spotify. Dude, I had some, I had a tweet uh, yoinked. Finally, I finally did what? something funny enough that it got ripped off on the. It wasn't the the butt the butt plug uh, weed cart, was it? It was. It was the butt. Oh, plug it was weed. that. I yeah. got that right. Yeah, that was a shot in the dark, dude. Dude, it <laughs> which went viral on some other m- social media. Yeah, dude, it was yeah. fucking. Um, a couple people sent it to me from different sources. Oh fuck yeah! Yeah, that um, was funny. Fucking uh, a very close friend of mine uh, told me they saw it on Instagram like earlier in the day, and they just didn't mention it. And I'm like, that's fucking yeah. It was on a wild. few uh, shit posting accounts. I found out, which is kind of it felt nice because um, you got shit posters following you. Yeah. Oh god, I didn't realize that the sneaky yeah. fucks. It's probably Bone Duck, that motherfucker. <laughs> Dude, I we're coming for you, Bone Duck. Coming for you. Your days are numbered. Yeah. Dude, I was I'm so mad that sh- I didn't say. So- something inflammatory enough for Sean Strickland to respond. Like I, on Emmett's show, I fucking told Sean Strickland, I would like wear him around my dick like a glove. <laughs> he probably respected it too much. Yeah. He saw it and he was like, Oh, this isn't good enough for me. He likes people to be weak and, uh, I don't know, like, uh, shitty. You know what I mean? Like, like total pussies. That's true. The, the only thing he, that's how he reacts. On, that's that's true. He really only has anything to say if you come across as a pussy, which is a cheap shot, I think. Like it'd be really funny if your thing was just shit talking, like really masculine put together dudes, and then just grinding them, like finding the one thing that they <laughs> fucking hate about themselves. Be like, hey man, you're worth two million dollars. Why do you have a dead tooth? Yeah, and he, fi- he finally gets a guy to like totally physically threaten him, like come at him as hard as he goes at everybody, and he just didn't Nothing. didn't bat an eye. Deaf ears. And I'm like, dude, I know you Google your name, Sean Strickland. 
I the audience had more of a reaction than that, dude. I posted that on TikTok, and a guy was like, I'd like to see you try. <laughs> That's fun. <laughs> That's really fun. I hearted it. Yes. Yeah, no, because to put it into perspective, I'm 5'10 and weigh like probably 150 right now. So it's not. You're about his size, right? It's, yeah, he's got to be what, 5'6, 280? Yes, go Google Sean Strickland if you don't know him. Dude, my favorite thing um, was watching uh, Alexa slowly remove celebrity body mass index. Yeah. So, like, it used to be you could walk up to an Amazon Alexa and be like, Alexa, what's Khloe Kardashian's body mass index? And it would go wow. 47. And <laughs> and then um, it had that much info. Well, yeah, I mean, Holy it's just height shit. divided by weight. So, like, it was smart ah. enough to know, like, how to do it. And so um, or weight divided by height. And so, like, I go over to my parents' house a few weeks later and I'm like, Alexa, what's Khloe Kardashian's body mass index? And then it goes, I do not have this information. And I'm like, you had it. And then I start asking, Alexa, what's Khloe <laughs> Kardashian's weight divided by her height? And then it will be like 30.2 or 47. And you're like, <laughs> fucking, yeah, you fat bitch. So do you think uh, they're catching on, the celebrities, that I, that information was available? I think you can just pay Google to remove shit because there's there's like weird groups that have no pull, are not socially relevant, but yeah. you can't find uh, defamatory articles about them. So like uh, Ekinkar, is to bring it back to cults, is a cult that is huge in Minnesota, like thousands of adherents, and it's in random small town Minnesota. Wow. It's, it's, it's a bizarre little thing of America, I guess. And... Um, you cannot find bad shit about Ekinkar. You have to like go to DuckDuckGo or like Lycos. Like, you know what's weird about Lycos? They still exist. Lycos is like the first search engine that ever appeared. Yeah, I don't even know about this one. Yeah, it's you can go find ads for it on VHS tapes. That's how fucking old Whoa. this thing is. Yeah, and that's where I first that's that's what sparked my interest in Lycos. I saw an ad for it on a VHS tape, and I was like, "Is this still around, dude? It's still around, and they don't censor shit." It's awesome. Lycos is like fucking the the wild west of search engines. Dude, in advertisements for the internet on something like VHS tapes, so very sad. very strange. Too. Oh, th they know, look very out of place. They look magical. <laughs> like the like it's always like a glowing box and like kids are smiling and like yeah. like the cameras like flying through the room for some reason into the computer <laughs> through cyberspace. Um, some AOL <laughs> kind of shit, dude. America I, Online. America Online. I, you know what I think is, should come back? Really long names for shit. Like the Union Carbide Corporation. That's a good name. That's a solid name. That's a yeah. very masculine flame name. Yeah, masculine flame name. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, um, I mean, do you, th do you think you're divine masculine or divine feminine, bro? Oh, divine masculine. I of course. I, I think I'm divine masculine, too. But I've got the courage to go on uh, some of these shows and uh, attack, you know, de-internet celebrities. I forgot <laughs> about this part of it because I was I, the joke I was going to make was like, yeah, and I just want to like marry a fat lady. They, it's a feeder uh, fetish cult too. Like, oh, there's a cult for that, dude. There's so, a cult for everything. No, it's the twin flame cult. Like they would, they'd be like, here, get on the twin flame diet to help manifest your twin flame. And what it was was carbs and like meat, like just just like just fats and carbs and like um, all of these, like I, I noticed. It sounds like my Mike Mentzer program. It's, I think he's trying to, he, I think he's a feeder. I think Mike Mentzer is a feeder. 
<laughs> so uh, what's what's Mike Menser's uh, method? Just for because I don't think piss mag. I don't think we've talked about it on piss magazine. Um, <clears throat> so it's basically you're kind of dirty bulking, and you're only working out every ninety six hours. It's low volume, low set, low sets, low reps, high intensity. Yeah, he- heavyweight, full muscle fail till yeah max fail. Which that's basically the gist of it. Which is so fucking funny because like that's that's how I would work out. Yeah. And then people would fucking say the dumbest shit to me at the gym, like keep coming back. What the hell? And I'm like, dude, I've just worked out to muscle failure in like three parts of my body. Fuck off. Yeah, I did the the amount that the human body is supposed to have, nothing more. Yeah, that's I'm, that's all I needed. Dude. I'm sorry, it took 15 minutes. Like it's yeah, it's not. It, it, it dude, if if I take a fucking 60 pound barbell and I do fucking completely isolated curls i can i can crank out like fucking eight of those yeah you do, you do six to ten and then your set's done you don't need another set you don't got to do four or five sets it's, it's absolutely ridiculous dude do, do, do supersets you'll fucking bulk like crazy it's like probably but like i don't want to have girl muscles mm. yes <laughs> yes you can well you know doing it that way you're gonna see significant results you know if you, if you stick to it i th- high emphasis on rest I feel like that get that gets fucking shit on. Like the best part, like when I was like really into like fucking working out and like just changing my body for fun and shit. Um, the the eating you get to do is fucking divine. Oh yeah, that's tremendous. I would have like weeks where I would just eat brisket. I would just oh, like a pound of brisket good. every. It was so expensive, but of like course. straight protein too when you're eating the meats. Oh my god, it. And well, and here's the thing: trying to get to two thousand calories with meat and fat is like kind of difficult. Yes, it, you're doing a lot of eating. You're doing so much shitting, like more shitting than the human body should ever fucking have to do. Oh yeah, well then you know you keep doing it; it goes up. It goes gets, up. gets to fucking three thousand calories. You know what I mean? And then that's even harder. I've I've always hungry um, all the time. This is probably terrible, but I've always based my diet around that of like a sedentary person. Yes. So I'm like, <laughs> I just like keep it at 2,000 calories. And it's good. It's good to set your limits, though. It's good, dude. You know, I've consistency <laughs> with the with the calories. Is that mesomorph, endomorph, ectomorph shit real? I don't know. It's this. It's this theory of three body types where it's like genetically, it's like I think uh, ectomorphs are skinny fucks, like they can't put on muscle. Um, I think so. I think there's some truth to that. To those that stuff. Yeah, because honestly, like... Those body types. I feel like if I could get fucking uh, jacked fucking sideways, get mad big, I would still look roughly like the same guy. Oh, you think so? Let, let's, let's do the experiment. Let's find out. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll get big for fun. That sounds, yeah. that sounds fucking cool. We've, we've talked about this a little bit. I think, yeah. I think off air we've talked about just uh, doing it for shits and giggles. It's Well, so, <laughs> so for high concept individual, I, I gained 30 pounds... And then you were bulking. I was bulking, and then at the end of the summer, when we shot the second half of it, um, I fucking lost that thirty pounds, and I yeah. looked fucking skinny as shit. And then uh, what was your secret there? Uh, fuck, starving yourself. Um, I was gonna be like hydroxy cut. No fucking. <laughs> um, <laughs> the uh, the the secret was eating five hundred calories a day for like fucking two weeks. Yeah, skipping to breakfast, fasting through. Till yeah. the evening, and then well, and then I kind of kept up with uh, the habit. Like I still pretty much just eat once at like five. Is it a big meal? Big meal, yeah. Yeah, yeah I all the calories I'm gonna eat that day are happening that meal. So like it's either yes. either I'm losing, w- I'm trying to lose weight, or I'm not. So it's like either gonna be a fifteen hundred calories of some nonsense because I I 
Fuck dirty bulking. Like yeah. Dirty, dirty losing yeah. is where it's at. This is not medical advice, but like you can <laughs> fuck supersize me. You can lose weight eating cheeseburgers. This is all new. Day. Dirty losing. I like this. Yeah, dude. Yeah. You need to make a program out of this. Yeah. Clip this shit. You can lose weight eating cheeseburgers. Just don't eat two cheeseburgers. You don't dude. need slim fast. No. It's fucking, dude, you were watching this clock like a hawk. Are you watching David David Lynch? Yeah, David Lynch keeps catching my eye. So he's a, can't help it. he's it's a, a it's striking a man. It's like, yes. I I sort of envy... He's uh, the kind of man that makes you wish you spoke a little Hebrew. Uh, David, David Lynch is in no <laughs> way Jewish. It's, it's, it's a play on uh, one of the Twin Peaks lines. Oh, the, the most... <laughs> I'll say this. The, uh, there's a weird cult David Lynch is a part of that I appreciate. Is it the uh, the meditation one? Yeah. So like, it's there's a cool like video someone did. I can't remember his fucking name, but like it's called the weird celebrity cult no one talks about, and it is a weird celebrity cult no one talks about. You pay someone four hundred dollars. It's like based oh, on your shit. income. So like, if you make above mm. fifty thousand dollars a year, you pay two grand. If you oh, make wow. below thirty, you pay four hundred bucks. If you make below ten, it's like free or some shit. But it's like getting housing. Yeah. G- getting into a cult is like applying for housing. It's, it, this one it is. And they have housing. <laughs> um, so like you've, you, you go to this fucking shitty meditation hall. I mean, it, it probably looks decent, but like it's shitty and they whisper a word to you and that's your mantra. And that's what you whisper to yourself in meditation. And, and they say it's a specifically designed sound vibration to take you inward and take you into the unified field. Like they literally, they have this weird thing where the guy who discovered unified field theory happens to be a member of this cult. Oh, wow. And he, he ran with it. He, he's just like, yep. Unified field theory applies to transcendental meditation. He's lost all credibility in fucking science, but like, holy shit. He, he did. He did, he did that before the cult, right? no, Oh, so he does he so he basically accredits the cult as the reason for yeah, his it, findings. And I mean it probably did. I mean <laughs> like there are some scientific findings you can only chalk up to someone being mystically inclined. Like oh, wow. alchemy, you know? I mean that yeah, whole oh, period definitely. of time was people trying to figure out what God was by boiling shit. Like yeah. <laughs> so some Merlin shit. Dude, doesn't that doesn't that like fucking fucking fire you up for whatever reason like imagining being like a fucking alchemist or like oh a yes hermit. oh yeah yeah definitely makes me feel like uh, martin luther <laughs> dude, martin luther <laughs> like do you think what do you what's it like being disliked when you like can't leave town like you just oh well i know there. all about that so <laughs> i mean my life story that, that actually does apply wow i do feel like martin luther holy shit i mean ah, you get to start over it's it's a little uh it's a little solitary but you, you find meaning. Yeah. You know, you find purpose in other things. You know, you go searching for meaning. That's your whole existence in the end. It's kind of nice. <laughs> Every day is a journey, a spiritual journey, basically, on your own. That's rad, dude. Sounds like you're mad in the moment. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. thinking, you know, my uh, comparison to Martin Luther, I didn't realize how much we had in common. Maybe I was him in a past life. Do you, do do you think about the past life stuff? I, I do. And I, I feel like... Um, <laughs> It would be really cool if I could be convinced enough. I just, I can't. Like, like anecdotes, like weird stories about girls saying like, oh, I remember when we went to the bank and it winds up being some story about someone's grandmother and it's like their neighbor or something. Yeah. Um, I just, 
there's some there's some fun ones. There's some fun things. Like uh, what's what's yours? Do you have any thoughts about reincarnation? I don't know. I think uh, I I think there's some truth to it. Maybe I'm still I'm still up in the air about reincarnation. So the whole spiritual thing about that. Like I I don't think I subscribe to the the animal thing. Yeah. Where you become an animal, like I'll be a bull in the next life or something oh. like that, or what like a cat. You know, I I don't know if I believe in that. Well, what about Pure Lands Buddhism? Hear me out. They believe you get reincarnated um, into like different universes. Ooh, now that I can that I can get down with. That's pretty rad. I could see it? that. There's, yes. They're like there's like they say there's inf- infinite heavens and infinite hells. Wait, as you're you. Well, in a different universe, like you well, live one of those other lives in a parallel you, universe. You keep your soul, but I mean, you will not be a human being. Oh, you'll be whatever are the inhabitants. So it is sort of like becoming an animal or something. But the idea is like, why would it just be Earth? You know. Well, then I I would accept that more. That that yeah. makes it more understandable and believable. The animal thing, if it's in a different universe, I want to be reincarnated on like an endless plane. What kind of endless plane? Like one, one where objects spawn into existence, like some sort of like Minecraft universe that's not rounded, like it's totally flat. And like if I just keep walking, I will eventually see everything that ever could be. And that sounds frightening. That sounds like a black hole. Oh yeah. That's when they describe what's in black holes, that's what that sounds like. It's Something about like you can see everything that ever was and will ever be in this thing. That's weird. To that's me. intimidating. The, the second you come in contact with an event horizon. Yeah. You enter a moment so long that it can't be like it. It feels like forever. Like your wow. body gets stretched t- to the point where it's like I don't know. It's so fucking weird, dude. Like it. It really bothers me that time is not like how it looks on a clock. Like it's something relative. Like the fact that time is relative is the creepiest shit ever. That's something we we do as a species to like. Get our mind to try to grasp on everything, huh? Yeah. Calm us down a little bit so we don't fucking all lose our mind. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's what I, it feels like. Well, I think if, if that's what we wanted, I I, th- I, th- I think it really is just like we should have stopped at religion. I think we really did just want to learn how the universe worked. <laughs> we went too far with this whole science thing. I mean, to a point. <laughs> Honestly, we probably could have stopped after penicillin and the polio mm. vaccine. Yeah. Um, Which one of those was an accident? Yeah, which is... Honestly, dude, I really think we need to bring back, like, citizen chemistry. Like, the shit people would just come up with and then make has changed the world. Like, It's basically the alchemy. Yeah. No, and and alchemists were just crazy people dying of mercury poisoning. (laughs) (laughs) Much like explorers coming over to the new world, dying of mercury poisoning from their cups. I want to be more educated about just history in general, especially that new world era. I think that I saw Napoleon. I think that put it in me. Oh yes. Yeah. Uh, all the love for antiquity. Dude. Well, and here's the thing we came to America, right? And like the first 150 years of America, we're just like filleting like French architecture. Like, yeah, it's like <laughs> New York is all these fucking spiral and spindles and fucking cutesy fucking houses and shit. And, and like, we completely lost, like Chicago, like even Chicago has this, like old Chicago has this vaguely like French kind of feel to it, this neoclassical feel. And well, didn't that all get burned down at one point? That's what they say. <laughs> they don't, it was lasers from alien motherships. Dude, people, <laughs> people love to make up fucking shit now. I, I love it. Like, 
honestly, dude, if, if we wanted to make some real cash, we would pick Giants or Mud Flood or Tartaria, and we would just go full steam ahead for like two years. Oh, well, I'm one of those guys. I'd wrap that all in one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Make it. Make it. <laughs> you got to make it interesting. That's what I'm finding out, dude, is like. Bigfoot was the emperor of Tartaria, and there was a giant mud flood. Dude, but cults are getting <laughs> so uniquely packaged, and like these little like fringe ideologies are getting so freak, so numerous and uniquely packaged that I can't keep track of them anymore. Yeah. So like, uh, uh, fucking, I found this thing called the Reign of the Heavens. Have we talked about this on the show? You no, you no, but you mentioned this to me. It's fair. It's these guys who, from what I can tell are sovereign citizens. That's their thing. That's their movement. Oh, I like them already. Yeah, they're great. And <laughs> and they're like, Jesus created a country and a government inside the Bible, and it was covered up. And and it's the name of the country is the reign of the heavens. And so they're like, Man. we have created our own country based on the reign of the heavens called the United States of America. And this is different from the corporation, the United States, a uh, separate entity. Yeah, so they're much like, like District of Columbia. That's so their their whole thing is like, uh, yeah, we're following the actual government setup in the Constitution, not the corporation, the yeah. United States. Yeah, um, which is some deep cut sovereign citizen shit. If you don't know what a sovereign citizen is, it's somebody that thinks th- the government has no right to their their body or personhood. They're their own country. Uh, every man is his own nation. Yes, go see your local First Amendment auditors and ask them about this. Yeah, go go see your local schizophrenic <laughs> and fucking <laughs> ask him what he thinks about fucking uh, God. What's the what's the we, dumbest we, shit? Well, we also need our own Vatican City. Yeah, we we do. Oh wow! Like, if so we're if we're gonna make a cult religion, we gotta have our own separate country entity. So there's so back to that meditation cult. They have an interesting thing that they're doing. They've created the Maharishi Global Country for World Peace. Oh, here we go. So it is a nonprofit organization that is legally not a country, but they call themselves a country. They print their own money. Yes. They use the same paper that um, yes. the American government uses to print their money. Incredible. And they, for some reason, are the only people that have never been prosecuted for printing their own currency in America, which <laughs> there's, there are people rotting in jail for pressing gold into <laughs> coins and calling them liberty dollars. Using like a, a bottle cap machine. To, yeah, uh, to more press. or less. <laughs> yeah. Like there are people in jail for like gold ingots and like this, mu- like these. F- so here's the, here's the real skinny on Maharishi Vedic City. It is a immigration scheme. Okay. So they offer this relaxation method, and that's probably all it was for a while. But at some point, their entire board of directors became immigration attorneys. Whoa. Yeah, and there's this thing they do, because there's this quirk of American law, where if you're in America and you do religious work for five years, you get a green card. So I believe how it works, here's what I have surmised just from like how this would have to play out, is there are agencies in India that are like, if you come here and chant for five years, you become a U.S. citizen. And so, like, literally, there's between... It's a religious foreign legion. There's between 1,500... <laughs> the five-year contract. To, yep. <laughs> there's, there's between 1,500 and 3,000, is what I read. Uh, Indian Pandits is what they're called, religious students, are um, living in these, like, FEMA trailers, like, FEMA-style trailers, like, just white trailers, like, fucking bunch of them in there. 
And there's there's these awesome videos of them like throwing rocks at the police and shit. Oh wow! Like they and have balls too. That's and they cool. Don't, they don't get counted on the census either. That was the issue. Is like uh, census takers were like that's how it got brought to light. Like nobody knew about it because you can drive all around Maharishi Vedic City and all around Fairfield and look for these trailers and they're very hard to find. You have to you have to go on Google Maps and look for the the twenty rows of white trailers. Oh wow! They bought land. They bought, they bought some land. hidden land. It's oh, that's good. That's the way to go. And they didn't do the compound thing. They did the the basic trailers. But how's how much do you think they're paying? Because like, you know, becoming an American citizen probably costs between five and twenty thousand dollars. I would have to imagine, depending on where you're from and how you're doing it. Does it really cost that much? Yeah. Wow. It's super expensive. I figured you just took a test. No. On like fun facts about history in the country. It's it's exceedingly <laughs> difficult to be an American citizen. Wow. Um it's not it's I mean it's not like Sweden where I believe you still have to take an IQ test. Oh, they make you they see how smart you are. But yeah, I believe that's Switzerland or Sweden and I'm not sure. Maybe which. we should do that. You're gonna be like a Mensa member to get in. <laughs> Mensa's a low bar. My favorite my, one of my favorite <laughs> bits ever is Sam Hyde getting into Mensa to like just put it on his Wikipedia page. Oh, he did that. He joined. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Sam Hyde's a member of Mensa. That's hilarious. As a bit, which is like Mensa is like a verbal. Oh, we're at 45 minutes. Your head cocked. No, I did. I I don't even know where the clock is, dude. I'm literally I'm just watching us. I'm I'm, I'm paranoid. I like the set. I like the set we got going on. No, I'm not watching the time. Time. Time's a construct. Remember, I feel like we I'm not grasping onto it to keep my sanity. Dude, I feel like we finally nailed an angle. This looks good. Yeah, I like this. I, I'm sitting in this chair. I'm sure people have noticed. I like this. This is nice. It's I, it's got it's giving me a different energy too. I I like this. If it it the chair gives fucking I don't know like coho superpowers. Yes, I I think it, it really does. Cause I was a, I was a nobody. I was a nobody, <laughs> and then I started co-hosting from that desk. <laughs> Before did you it, sat in this student chair. Yeah, did, did Izzy post that entire season he did of? Uh, couch philosopher that he recorded in that desk. He's been posting it. He's been posting it. Oh yeah, it's coming out bit oh. by bit. Okay, that's so. I've been. Um, we talked. Remember, we talked on Death Camp about his uh, fa- the family being into semen retention and oh yeah, everything. He just released a semen retention episode this week too. Dude, um, <laughs> I uh, you know what sucks? Uh, Which he did forever ago. That was months ago, right? Yeah. Well, and he he just did that interview about semen retention. I was gonna go connect with. Uh, the chick that uh, put that together for uh, the, the nonsense bazaar. Oh yeah, and her Twitter is gone. Uh oh. Yeah, I'm gonna have to reach out uh, like a fucking grandpa. Oh, she's maybe she got uh, wincocked. No, no. I mean, no. He's, she's been, he's been getting taken off. No, she's like a really nice Jewish girl. She literally doesn't do anything bad ever. Oh well, Elon is running that site, and yeah, no, it's an anti-Semitic. <laughs> he's trying down. to get. I think he's trying to get rid of all of them. That's why all the media companies are off X now. <laughs> I was a l- I was a little worried because I. I had just tweeted because uh, I was at I was at Christkindle in Denver a couple days ago, which is a German street fair that lasts from like November to it's like Thanksgiving to Christmas, and uh, it was right across the street from the Free Palestine fucking convention. They were oh shit they were protesting some Israeli political action committee using uh, a com- like a committee building, like a city building. And uh, so I did like a fake report. I was like, hey, guys, I'm out here. And everyone's like super not stoked on Jews right now, end quote. And um, hopefully that'll turn around. Hopefully that will turn around for them. (laughs) Um, 
and I was like, oh no, did I offend? Did I offend my my friend who has a cool podcast? That sucks. Oh no. Like, and then no, I I I literally I was like so bothered by it. I like Googled it, and I was like incognito window user does not exist well yeah you you hope that somebody that you're like inclined to in entertainment that you like are moderates with like isn't going to be that petty about something or have that kind of reaction i'm like i I don't blame you i hope comedians uh and i do consider them comedians yeah don't flip out over baby shit like that i don't know i've had some really rough interactions with uh comedians like they're the the stereotype of them being like sad and temperamental is it needs an addition. Like they're also like vindictive as fuck. Oh yeah. It's well, dude, I, on on my Twitter, I've got a bunch of musicians that I've I've made personal friends with in real life, but I also enjoyed them as real musicians. And I always wonder about sharing stuff from the show, or if they're they're not or some of our counterparts on the network, if they're not going to get it or get upset about oh, it. Oh yeah. No, I'm so worried you know? about that. Like I've heard n- no no backlash yet, but yeah. I'm just like, man, I hope that they're like cool and they they're in entertainment you know yeah, like i i had a guy uh come into my fucking day job today who who does media he like he's some content manager for uh some ad agency here locally and um i was like waiting for him to ask me what i was doing artistically he, he <laughs> was not going to he was like this is what he does he stands here for a living um, yeah, some of us have day jobs, yeah, some of us which he forgets probably. Well, probably, you know? yeah. <laughs> it's like, what you're you're creative for free sometimes. It's weird. Um, you do that for for fun. <laughs> I can't remember where I was. Go- oh yeah, no, but like, if you would have asked, like, hey, so like, where do I find your shit? I would have been like, killpodcasters.com, dude. Fuck yeah. Um, and most of that would have been fine, and then. <laughs> It's like the 10% that I just cannot explain because mm-hmm. you have to be into comedy or a comedian to fucking get it, man. Like yeah. it's, there's certain, uh, well, when you're behind the veil, you understand the motive behind everything already. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's so that's the thing is like when people encounter content that upsets them, they almost never consider the motivation behind it. Mm-hmm. And it's almost always to make you upset. Or like checking the context. Yeah. You know, Check it, it, it mo- is what I'm thinking about this really the way it's being portrayed? Like, you know? Yeah. It, like it's the way I'm feeling wrong. It's, it's like when people, it's the coast to coast effect where it's like, should you really be feeling like, oh my God, they're out to get me. Everyone is out to get me. Or. Tinfoil hat. Yeah. You know. Or should you take off the tinfoil hat and go this is fucking entertainment yes and it these are cool s- little stories and wouldn't it be cool if this was real like i well god if you could if you listen to that show and you hear some of those callers you should already be able to discern yeah what's legit and not and what's entertainment and what's you know some real information <laughs> which and okay some people don't i do know that as a show as and as a producer that dabbles in misinformation for fun and profit, yeah, like it's very, it's very, it's very hard. It's very hard. It's a fine line. It's a fine line. I I think um, makes you question what you're doing sometimes. Well, you I, know? have you ever gotten the critique? And I mean, if you're a person that tries to be funny, you you get this critique. I don't know when you're being serious. I get that in real life. I don't get it when we're doing the shows. Oh, maybe. no, yeah. Because people show yeah. up to laugh, but like, yeah. fucking in real life, I get that oh, yeah. all the time. And I'm like... Yeah. We both get that. Don't. And my thought is, man, don't we share enough of a reality that what I'm saying is clearly ridiculous? Yeah. 
Nope. I mean, I agree with that. Yeah, yeah. right. But, but that's probably because we are similar like that. But it, it takes someone as similar as you probably to to understand that. Probably. You know? Dude, in 2023, it's like if I sit down across from a stranger and I'm like, dude, I love eating chimp pussy. <laughs> like, see. <laughs> like my reaction. Yeah. Proper reaction. <laughs> proper reaction. And people now would be like, what? Huh? Why would you say something like that? It's like, are they that scared? Is it being scared about other shit in the world? Is it like. Yeah. Oh people f- that don't know how to have fun. That's kind of what it comes down to. People are so like self-conscious about like what they think and what they say. They don't know how to ascertain that. Dude, people don't know how to be disliked. Oh yeah. It's that's yes. Yes. Back to the self-conscious thing. Yes. They're, they're vying for people's, uh, attention and, uh, approval. And you know, I don't know as someone who's slightly public facing, like I, I do that on some level. As like a self-preservation thing. Yeah. Like, God. But when it matters, though, not over things like that. Yes. You know? Not over fucking like... Dude, I, I went out... People being officious over jokes. Dude, I went... Th- let me talk about officious. Some, <laughs> I have a friend. It's a good I, word. I love to death. <laughs> I, I I write with him. He's cool. I don't, I don't have a bad word to say about him. You're talking about Grimace? Yeah, about oh. Grimace. My homie Grimace. <laughs> My homie Grapes. Uh, good Grapes. Dude, That's his name. That's a good name. Fucking, so the, we're going out to a fucking bar, a barcade, and we're two dudes. I'm f- I'm fucking seeing somebody, yeah. so like I'm not worried about getting pussy. And he's an old friend; he shouldn't be worried about getting pussy tonight either, unless he says I'm w- trying to get laid. Then that's cool. But fucking, or some pussy happens to walk by and he wants it. That's fine. Go go for it. But here's the thing: I'm like, hey man. Let me go get on. He comes to my door. He's got like a denim jacket on and like gray jeans. And Canadian like, tuxedo, almost. Yes, <laughs> it was a Canadian tuxedo, which is fine. <laughs> it, but it wasn't. It wasn't matchy. It was yeah. gray and blue. That's fine. Whatever. So, here's what happens. I go and I'm like, dude, you're right. It's a little cold out. Let me go get a jacket. The only jacket I had that's not in the laundry is a denim jacket. I'm wearing jeans. So I put on a blue denim jacket. You're the Blues Brothers. Yeah. And <laughs> Literally. It, I walk out and he looks at me like, huh? And I'm like, you fucking faggot. Oh, yeah. You, who? What do you care? Care. Yeah, yeah. It's because you're going to be seen with me? You little fucking woman. In middle school? You l- eighth grader. Yeah, yeah, that's an insult to women. You fucking eighth grade, like, wearing the same dress to the dance. And that's the thing is, his move was like, Dude, it's Canadian tuxedo. People are gonna notice. And I'm like, you're wearing jeans and a mm-hmm. denim jacket. Oh, yeah. Also, it's been perfectly fine to wear that for like five <laughs> fucking years now. Yeah, get over it. Yeah, get over it. Get over yourself with the clothes, especially it's, if you're going to a fun time place. Oh, dude, it's you're supposed to have fun time. Well, no, and this is you I know, mean, I here's here's my other issue with this. It's not guy. going to a gala. Here, here's my issue with with male friends in general because I've noticed this. I've I've had to call out a couple people on it. Treating other male friends like side bitches. Am I included in this? No. I was no, going to say, I was this. like, I don't think this is. Yeah, it, you know, I'm just, you know, I'm just kidding. We're one of the first <laughs> yeah. people each other calls when like you yeah. want to do something or something cool happens. So like, no. Do you mean side bitch like sneakily? Like on the back end? Yeah. Like oh. it's like, how come you have nine friends you go skiing with? Yeah. And, and I'm here chilling. Yeah. Like fuck off. Mm-hmm. It's and um. And, I'm, and, I, and I think back in my head about the anything I ever could have possibly done. And it's like, oh, it's some shit that made you look uncool for like 0.8 seconds and no one remembers but you. 
Yeah, and who like, gives a shit? And who gives a shit? Who's gonna be, who's gonna be at your funeral, dude? Like, you yeah, you're I mean? like, it's gonna be me, motherfucker. It's gonna be me. <laughs> yeah, fucking invite me skiing, faggot. Like, don't wor- don't police what I'm wearing. Yeah, if you're gonna die on that skiing trip, like Sonny Bono. You're going to want me there, too. Yeah, you don't want okay. me to cradle your head as your fucking skull yes. collapses in and your lungs fucking give out. Yes. Rest in peace, Sonny Bono. Dude, I'm I'm so uh, fired up because I have a bunch of great male relationships right now. Oh, I thought it was good. you were going to say because of the denim jacket thing. Well, That, that got me that fired. I, that got me upset dude, a little bit. Yes. <laughs> it's really weird to care what your male <laughs> friends are wearing. Like, here's the thing. If, if they're dressed like shit... Mm. Like, like that's one thing, man. Like dirty clothes. Okay, maybe mention something. They smell like shit. Say something. No one wants to smell like shit. You're doing yeah, everyone if, a favor. If you're gonna wear day old clothes or something or with dog hair on it, at least be freshly showered, please. A, li- a little groomed. Yeah. You know, sm- smell oh, kind of nice. Put on some body spray. Oh, dude, I'm so sorry. Emmett is. Com- Emmett came over last night, and I hadn't showered since I got off the fucking plane. Oh, dude, I didn't, couldn't even tell. That's that's the beauty. Of I also am of like not petty. Yeah, I'm not a petty male friend. I'm right. like, dude, what the fuck, man? Petty male friend, a PMF. Ooh. Yeah, PMFs, dude. Yeah, that's. You got some PMFs in the audience out there. You better check yourself. Yeah, dude, kay? stop being a fucking weirdo. Knock it off. Yeah, stop pretending. Stop caring if people like you. No one yes. thinks about you when you're not in the room, dipshit. Yes. We just said, we just asked that you are a little well kept. Sometimes, yeah, that's it. That's yeah. it. But we're not gonna, you know, make don't a big deal out of it. Don't abuse your body. Yes. Like that's, I, I don't know, like that's. Yeah, we're worried about your well-being. I'm okay. I I think yeah, I think people should police their friends in terms of well-being, a hundred percent. Yeah, making sure they're okay. But here's here's the thing, that's the thing about these people. They do not reach out when you're not okay. Oh fuck yeah! You know what I mean? Oh, no, 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 like, no. like holy shit! You have to be the one to call them. Yeah. You have to be the it's one to text them. Petty male friend. It's it, it. I think it might be male social climbing and vanity. I think it might be that, because like I'm vain. But I really don't care much for social climbing. So, like, yeah. I t- but, like, I feel like that mixture, I would be, like, I would just be, like, trying to suck dick and be like, do you like me? Oh, doing it to impress everybody? and Yeah, well, living your yeah, whole yeah, life yeah. is, oh, like, fuck, this, like, it's this art gallery that's about to be walked into by the entire world. It's insane. Yeah, well, that's for people that don't have real problems, I think. <laughs> real tribulations in their life. Because, like, I got too much going on, too many issues and shit I'm trying to get through. Oh, obstacles to overcome to be peddling in that bullshit you know it's probably what it is a lot of <laughs> a lot of bored people a lot of bored self-conscious people man i bored self-conscious people I, it's kind of what it feels like i dude being bored and self-conscious was the worst period of time like literally so this year like in between projects like the weeks we, we did a lot of like big projects for kill podcasters we launched a lot of shows like that kept me going but like sitting down and like like photography like completely like cooled off like so i'm just like i'm sitting there i'm like waiting to get a day job and like fucking i'm just like all right you can only binge for so long yeah like literally you can only watch american dad twice before you're like i should (laughs) start reading a book and get a job and books help books 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 are big a lot dude did you did you wind up reading that book i gave you I, I've skimmed through it. Yeah, I've skimmed through it a little nice. bit. I fucking uh, dude, I've been so busy. Dude, yeah. I, can't, I can't make time for my my fiction books. <laughs> dude, it's, I've been trying to get back to my fiction books too. 
Oh man, I have to make time for all this stuff. Yeah, know? I forgot you became like a novel hound. Is it, you finished Blood I was. Meridian. Oh, dude, Blood Meridian. Shout out to Cormac McCarthy, by the way. I was gonna do a whole thing on Death Camp about it, but I don't think so. I think it's a little too fast paced to be talking about books and, you know. Yeah, you know, maybe like Death Camp Live or like a Death, because like we we talked about doing like streaming it and then going long and doing uh, yeah like a after show kind of thing. Well, yeah, my thought was like because I plug some entertainment that I like. And I was like, why can't I use some of this opportunity to like show books, like actual literature that maybe people can take something away from and not just like bullshit reality television shows? <laughs> I mean, honestly, I mean, you, you know, you literate can. a little bit with some like actual art. I think I think people watch the, the show for you because if so his shows I watch Ameri- it, I American watch it Death for Camp. the yeah, American Death Camp. I watch it for the shorts and the reels. <laughs> well, see, that's the thing. If, if people want to watch shorts and reels, they go watch shorts and reels. Like, True. if people want to watch Daniel Tosh, they watch Tosh.0. Yes. So I see what you're saying. They, they want to see what I've curated. Yeah. Yes. Y- yes. You're, it's like DJing video. Like, honestly, it's... Yeah. yeah. I, I fucking like it. I, I, I like the gig a lot, and it, it makes me want to change this show a lot. Like, it's... Like, working on your show and making it better than Piss Magazine has made me want to make Piss Magazine. Want to raise, your, raise yeah. your standards for everything. Everything. Good, good. Everything. That's kind of what I what I wanted to do with the show, too. That's part of the message that I've talked about that pe- it goes over people's heads. You get it, obviously, where it's like anybody can do some of this stuff and just step into it and like I kind of mock some of the things everybody does. So it's like you can all raise your standards. We don't all have 100%. to do these lame things, you know? It's It'll like be better. You went kicking and screaming into clips, and then you're like, it pays off. <laughs> Plus, I just have a good time. Yeah. People need to chill out and just have a good time, dude. The you know? f- the fun is like people. It's a lot of fun. It's like I have you know I don't know ten people in my life I can be silly with, and I'm like, what happened to just silly people? Can people just be silly now? Yeah, like you get you get a chance to be purposely uh, misinformational. Yeah, you, you know, yeah. Why not a lot of chances in life you get to do that? Why is everyone I meet like an aloof, cool person? Like I'm like it's like being cool is so fucking played out now, dude. I'm sick of it. Over being cool. I'm over it, man. You're through being cool. I'm done. I'm on the fucking, other side. Uh, that what? That's Roy Orbison through being cool. Is I that, think. Oh really? I think that's him, dude. Roy Roy has some bangers, dude. Fucking that song in dreams bring a tear to my eye. Oh yeah, that's a good one. That's a fucking banger. I would. Uh, the traveling Wilburys. Tra- so is that is that who sings that originally? The well, no, that's the supergroup. That oh, he was in. Orbison was in that. Yeah, with Petty and Harrison. And wasn't Dylan in it? Yeah, I think I think it was Dylan. Yeah, was d- it Dylan? It was Audience. Dylan. Was it Dylan? I think it was Dylan. Man, Tom Petty gets handed the craziest shit. Oh yeah, like no, really, like King of the Hill, the Traveling Oh Hunter. shit! Yeah, he played Luann's. Yeah, Lucky. Like yeah, Lucky. The he played the guy. fucking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which yeah, is yeah. so funny because. Kind of looks like him too, actually. Now that I think about it, if you heard Tom Petty in the 2000s to 2010s, he was in Audible, like in interviews. I, like I saw him on SNL once and like couldn't make out a word he was singing. Oh wow! And so I thought he was like, like a, a casualty of like heroin or something. Like he was just like his brain was done. And no, the motherfucker can speak clearly and voice act, and he can he's funny. Yeah. And I'm like, what is, what's that? Why, yeah, is what he, happened? why is he Paul Wincocking? Oh, it might have been on purpose. It could have been very, very purposeful. It's like, dude, like Nirvana used to bomb performances. That was a thing. Yeah, they go on. Uh, they go into the United Kingdom and they would uh, play off the track. Yeah, fuck around with it. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Play in the play uh, play all in different keys. Yes. It's, man, I I really would love 
to go back to a time when you could just care about bands. Like, dude, I had to stop giving a shit about music like it was real when I was like 19. And people like I hear like Pat and Oswalt talk about music and how important it was up until like literally like his it was like 30. Mm. And I'm like, dude, I don't care what bands do. That sounds gay as shit. Like it's weird. It's weird I, to care about product after a certain age. I think. Yeah. Do you mean like uh, what they're doing outside of the music, or and how not they, just enjoying the music, or being like, dude, dude, Anthrax is like really hardcore. Oh, Metallica's okay. pussy shit. Like yeah. that level of discourse where it's like, dude, you don't even know real music. I'm like, can we talk about like the lifestyle attitude thing? Yeah. Where it's like. <laughs> yeah. That gets old real quick. Dude, was there, was there any of that in the metalcore scene where it's like you're not fucking seen enough, dude? A little bit. That was it was kind of that stuff's like unsaid, but it exists. It's very it's very fashion heavy. Yeah, it's it's your treatment. Yeah, you get everybody it. wearing their little uniforms basically is what I say. Costumes. Why do know? they all dress like fucking nurses? <laughs> Which <laughs> what part of their attire is that reminds you of uh, nurses? Everyone in metalcore wears Tom's nurses shoes. Oh, the slip on stuff. Yes. Yeah, sli- yes. slip on skate shoes. Yes. Every single person. I'm surprised heels didn't make a <laughs> didn't hit the scene. If if it would have gone on for five more years, <laughs> it would have been like Espardills. Very like high arched shoes. <laughs> oh yes. Well there were some boots. I guess that's the closest they got. Combat boots, maybe. Dude. It's more of the punk stuff. Yeah, that w- you know what's crazy is like uh, uh combat boots are like uh, a great way of saying, Hey, I will have sex with you quickly. And it, it, it also won't smell very good. It also won't smell. <laughs> <yeah. laughs> hey, also, I'm a shower every other day kind of gal. Yeah. Um, dude. The guy that's got dreads where he's putting egg yolks in it. Oh, dude. Yeah. The crust punkish kind of people. Dude. You know, yeah. that, aren't cr- that aren't living the actual life that live with their parents still and like don't need to be crust punks at all. <laughs> Meeting actual crust punks, I, I thought was gonna be so fucking cool, right? Because like it seems cool when you're like in like because I would go to house shows and shit, and I thought punk was neat, so I was like, man, to meet the real punks would be nice. Yeah. And then you meet like train kids and like fucking crust punks, and they're like the shittiest fucking people. Oh, dude. The train kids, I forgot about all. You forgot that. about train yes, kids, with yeah. The crust punks and oh fuck, dude. dude. They look out yeah. for each other, but they're basically just all sociopaths. Um, oh, yeah. I, they I all mean, seem to ha- always have money for, for alcohol and drugs. Yes. Well, so here's the thing is, like, I went busking in Encinitas, California last year, I think. Yeah, last year. And uh, fucking hung out with a bunch. Because I had a buddy who lived in a fucking van out there. And, like, we chilled. And But people tip you $20 at a time in Encinitas. Oh, wow. Yeah, so, like, if you're, like, playing competently, and we, like, were, we brought eight instruments. That's fucking awesome. And we, we let, like, a fucking, this gang of wayward youths that he knows, like, fucking jam with us, and fucking, we, we made $40 in two hours, and both times it was just $20 tips. It was, like, very weird. I'm s- see, I, I always feel like they would get territorial instead of doing it in a group. Well, so that's you know? the thing is, like, I knew I wasn't, I was the new guy. And so even though I'm singing and playing guitar, here is the money. And they cut you some slack. Yeah. yeah you were probably the reason they were getting the 20s. Yeah. No, I was, I was giving a shit. I was, <laughs> I, was, I was sober, and I always wanted to go play folk punk on a shitty street with a bunch of like people living that lifestyle. That's the American dream. Yeah, man. It, it, you know, it, was real, it was real free. You know, like this, all this shit, all this shit I've built around me. 
I could. Uh, but doing that, you were like, oh, I've got. I I realize I've got morals. Do, yeah. <laughs> and standards. Well, d- yeah. <laughs> I'm not a shitty guy. <laughs> and like, I I would talk to these people, and like, their life stories were always like, oh, f- f- you fucked up at your own hand. Um, so like, mm. I I met this kid. He was like 20 years old at the time. His name is Leaf. Uh, cool guy, Leaf. If you're listening. Uh, you should have followed up at uh, that modeling agency you fucked up there. They always have names like that. Yeah. And um, he he had, when he was 18, he bought a van with his girlfriend, and they traveled America for like two years. This was before the van life stuff. Yes, but, I mean, it's kind of around that time. Okay. I mean, so this would have been like, they would have started in 2019 and gone through 2021, I guess. Or yeah, before the Gabby Petito. Yeah. <laughs> but it it had, it had been around, so they'd been exposed to it. Yeah. And um, I had just met Leaf two weeks after they broke up, and she paid for most of the van. So this dude was sleeping outside of the van and listening to his ex-girlfriend get railed by other homeless dudes. Dear God. Yeah. Oh. Um, and I'm like, go sleep on a different street. Dude, imagine getting, getting van cooked. Van cooked, yeah. <laughs> go sleep on the curb. Oh, like, that's, that's brutal. And it's like, dude, if you, you you need a safety net if you're gonna do dumb shit like that. You need two and a, if you want to do something stupid, have two and a half months rent in a city better than the one you live in. Have that saved up and then go fuck up your life doing something. Yeah, go stay at the YMCA for a while. Just bite the bullet. Yeah, fuck. Yeah, go Just live in your car. Um, dude, uh, there's this uh, uh, chick I work with, or worked with, and. Uh, she she was living with her boyfriend for like like a few months after they broke up. That's probably why she le- left that job. Yeah, yeah, no, she <laughs> got she in w- the way. No, she went to go move back in with <laughs> her parents. Chaos. Ah. Um, but I, I was thinking about that. And I'm like, I'm so happy no one's ever completely moved in. Yes. You know what I mean? Like it was it was always just like okay. I just have to drop off this laundry basket full of shit. Or they revealed their craziness just in time <laughs> for them to not have been, be able to squat here. Yeah. You know? <laughs> well, that's, that's the thing. You know, find out how many days a month they have to stay away from your house. No. It's, it actually it comes down to um, <laughs> how my property is fucking set up. Like, fucking. So here's the thing. Uh, we passed legislation fairly recently to where you can write leases for as short as you want. I can write you a 48-hour lease. I that doesn't l- even seem, like, plausible. You know what I mean? Yeah. Wow. So, like, I could I could write you a lease, 48 hours, legally binding, boom. So, like, that is how I would have to deal with all future girlfriends is, like, <laughs> I'm going to write you a three-month lease, and we're going to take this three months at a time. Here's a 75-day lease. 75 days sounds better. Yeah, 75 days. It's n- it's nothing personal. You got a bunch of rules in there. Be like, at any time, I can void this lease. Okay, yeah. don't break this lease. Non-disclosure agreement. <laughs> yes. Ooh, let's let's normalize NDAs getting yeah. into relationships. That's fuck yeah. I mean, if you hey, if you don't finger- need to be high profile to if, have an NDA. If your finger's coming anywhere near my butthole, NDA. Yeah, we're gonna have to do background checks with <laughs> fingerprint scans. Have you, dude? There's a one one time. Um, I did a, a background check on a girl and it was only because she told me to. Oh like, yeah. And it was just like, it's like fucking three pages. So like, it like minimum. This wasn't the, the arsonist, right? The fire starter. No, not fire okay. starter. No, <laughs> I like that. We're this calling is, her fire starter. Now <laughs> this is, this is the chick who accidentally <laughs> killed two babies within two years. 
dear God. Yeah. Which at that point, like, I think that's what got me in trouble uh, with this girl is um, I asked somebody she said she knew. She did not know this person. It was an ex of mine. I was like, hey, so do you know so-and-so? She's like, uh, what about it? She, they didn't know each other. I was, being, mm. I was being led on by women. And I was like, well, so like I, I saw her one time and, you know, it's kind of weird how her kids died. And I'm just wondering, did she kill her kids? <laughs> and instead of saying, hey, I, I don't want to do that. I, hey, that's inappropriate. This person who I thought was my friend goes and just tells the woman. like, Oh, like didn't give you full disclosure? Yeah. Went to, went right to the, yeah. oh, no. It was just like, hey. Um, he's asking about it. He's asking about uh, your dead kids. And I'm like, dude, I just, I wanted to know how do you, how do you have a kid? How do you, in a, in a year that starts with a two, how do you have a kid die from SIDS? I'm sure it happens, but like you must have read a book. Dude, that woman that you asked definitely had was laying in wait for you to do something to you. Yeah. That's oh. what that's all, all that was. It's gotta be. Gotta oh, be. well, so th well, the funny diabolical, dude. So the funny thing with her is, uh, and, and you're right, Emmett, you're very astute. Here, do you want to know the, do you want to know the skinny? Of course, yes. So at least give me the full disclosure. So you know? here's what she was doing, <laughs> man. She, um, she she had a boyfriend. We we like dated very briefly. That was like the first guy she ever dated. We were both in college, um, and uh, we broke up. We only saw each other for a few weeks, but it was fine. It was just like a it was lifestyle issue thing. It's totally fine. She was like, I don't want you to smoke weed, and I was like, I want to smoke weed. Yeah. And uh, then like years later, like two two three years later, it's like co COVID's happening. She like hits up an old Twitter account that I have not logged into. And I actually find out from my friend, she DM'd a friend of mine. It was like, he was like, go check your DMS. Uh, so, so-and-so is trying to find you. So I get in touch with her because she's gone out of her way. Obviously. And yeah. she, and you know, she was super cute. She, you know, super nice. I assume she broke up with her boyfriend and she's like, she's like, no. So, but we hang out. We like start drinking whiskey at the antique store she owns, or she didn't own it. She just worked there, and we we do that all day. And then like we're hanging out at the mall one time, and we like go lingerie shopping. And all she does is talk about how shitty her boyfriend is at sex the whole time. And like, and this isn't just for lingerie shopping. This is like her favorite thing to talk about. And I'm just like. Trying, Whoa. trying not to be a home wrecker because she's giving me every green light on earth, and kind of using you as a therapist. Yeah, so like I, I call her out on it. I'm like, hey, I kind of feel like you're you're in a bad relationship and you're kind of trying me on a little bit. Yeah, and I, I really just don't appreciate that. And you're able to read the room with that. Yeah, you know? I'm like, yeah. you, you are looking at boyfriend material and seeing what you like. Um, and and, and I'm like. We keep drinking whiskey in the middle of the day in a building you can lock with a back room. You want me to have sex with you. I'm sorry. You don't. You don't. <laughs> All the signs are pointing to this. You don't ask someone to bring a flask of whiskey to the sexy antique shop. And yes. it was sexy. But I did. Uh, I did score uh, a, co a first edition copy of The Great Gatsby. So, I mean. Oh, that's where your treasure came from. Yes. I oh, wow. That is I, one of your treasures. I was. Chillin', we were listening to Frank fucking Zappa, and fuck, man, what a cool chick. And 
fucking I was going through the books and I was like, how much for this one? This is the plot of a nineties movie. It totally you is. Realize that, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, if if we get back together in the third act, no, that's no, that's the thing. That's the thing. Once once women turn the knife, um, they they feel satisfied and you you're you're dead. You're just dead to them. Yeah. It's fine. Which is good. You the number of times I've been like, would faking my death just be easier? They'll find out. You'll find out. They'll find out, dude. They'll, yeah, they they will. They'll be they'll they'll be in Clearwater, Florida, twenty years from now. They all talk to each other. I've got a conspiracy theory that all women everywhere talk to each other. <laughs> Any that exists, they all communicate and network with each other. Well, if there's if six degrees of Kevin Bacon is true, yeah, six degrees of uh, womanhood. Oh my God, dude. Um, of women. You should be lucky you're not gay at all. Like if you're bisexual, dude, or gay, you you can't exhale. Without oh, everybody knowing each other. Oh my god, really? it's the worst. Well, no, and everyone's dated each other. Oh wow, because like, well, I guess the pool is a little bit smaller, huh? Yeah, it's a little smaller. <laughs> like, um, but even this, even the straight dating pool. I mean, we don't live in a v- extremely small area. The older you get, big. the slimmer it gets. Yeah, and the s- <laughs> and the wider the women get. <laughs> yes. Um, yes. It, <laughs> like, uh, I found out I'm, I'm working with a, a buddy of mine's ex girlfriend. And it was. It took two minutes for her to get into shit talking. Of course. It less. It, it just from the beginning of the conversation, it went. Hey, are you from around here? Who do you know? Oh, you know that guy. Oh, um, he punched me in the face. At which point I went, I can't hear anything anymore. Yeah. What do you that's, want me to say to that too? That's know? literally what I said. Was I can't hear anything. I can't hear anything. Ah, la Oof. la la la. Um, they go right to the most traumatic thing that's happened. Yes. And I'm like, I just, I'm not going to sit here yeah. and adjudicate the past with anybody. Way to ease into it. Yeah. How about just, <laughs> how about just be my friend? Or like, yeah, oh yeah, I knew that guy. Or you don't, maybe. It can end there. It d- <laughs> yeah, it, it can. There are women that do crazy shit to me. And when they get brought up in conversation, I go, yeah, I know her. Yeah. That's, we, we're only bringing it, it up here for conversational purposes. I'm going to, I'm going to let people them. grow. I'm going to yes. not shit talk people if I haven't fucking seen them in three years. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. Like, like your friend with the denim jacket. Yes. He's going to, he's probably still telling people to this day. You, can you believe he wore the same jacket? This was like a week ago. Oh, this is like a fucking week. Ago. Oh, so this is a fresh wound. It's a fresh wound. Yeah. Oh, I keep reopening it. Yeah. <laughs> Making you relive your trauma. No, it was nice. <laughs> it was, it was a cool, it was a cool like dude's night, but like every, every once in a while that fucking, it, that it's not even like feminine behavior. It's like it's like a truly like like why are you socially operating at that level? Yeah. Like socially operate less. Like at this point, at this age. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Just like just like mm-hmm. be yourself. It's like be be yourself is like a good advice if you are a good person. Um like there's this one person I know who I like want to advise to not be themselves. Really? Yes. Because well, like, <laughs> is is their natural self not a? Uh, is it not good? Or are they boring? What's the? Well, no. I just I have this coworker who's like. Okay, co- it's a coworker. Yeah, okay. and they have uh, psychological issues, and so they'll they'll like openly talk about going off their meds, and then they'll like make violent gestures with like objects in their hands, and I'm like, to themselves or to other people? To other people. Oh well, maybe they can't help it. 
<laughs> you're, not, you're not sure. Not that that's any better. I'm just yeah. saying, you know, if they can't control it. I'm just, well, I'm just also like, they maybe have they're putting that on, dude. Maybe that's an attention thing. That's scary. If people are doing stuff, psychotic things uh, out of attention. Well, okay. Let me, can I lay out the profile for you? Of course, you? of course. Um, um, not that, not that any of these attributes on their own are bad, yeah. but when grouped together, they paint a picture of an attention seeker. I want to be very clear. I have nothing against any of these attributes. They're trans. Okay. They have the cutesy TikTok Tourette's. They do, they're like, I, my, I need my meds, antipsychotics, mm. blah, blah, blah. And then you ask them what the antipsychotic is and it's fucking Abilify. And you're like, that fucking, that, that antidepressant booster from the 2000s? So you get angry sometimes. Well, you no, get wonder, you no get wonder that entire community is all saying they're in danger and their lives are being threatened. It's, it's them. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's themselves. <laughs> uh, what, what did that? What's what figure came out recently? It was like twenty three. The U.S. State Department, I think, said twenty three uh, trans people were killed last year. Like twenty three out of um, fifty six. S- trans people. No, no, <laughs> like yes, yeah, forty three percent. No, forty three percent of trans people. I don't and just know. push a bullshit bullshit statistic, dude. But I'm just like, I thought it was like way more than that because literally, like, there's some. Sex of queer people, like little pockets of the community that they get together and all they hang out and talk about is like how per- prosecu- persecuted they are and like mm. how like they could be murdered at any point. And I'm like, that's us in this industry. It, uh, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's my God. It's everyone's coming for us. They're all trying to kill us. They're all trying to take down our Twitter accounts. It's just so fucking funny. I, I, I really want to know the, the fucking uh, kind of person. Actually, we know. We Bert actually know Bert that Kreischer. person. It's, <laughs> it's that kind of person. <laughs> I think people are going to find out the truth about Burt Kreischer at his Bakersfield yes. show. It's all going to come out. I think, uh, I think you know, oh man, I don't know. I don't know what I can say, but I, I think uh, I think Burt Kreischer is in for, in for an awakening. We know he's watching all this. He's got an AI program that searches for any time his name is mentioned on a podcast. It shows them a clip like while he's on a treadmill yeah. <laughs> drinking. Yeah. <laughs> the the drinking on the treadmill shit bothers me because mm-hmm. I'm like that feels delusional to me. That feels like yeah, that can't feel good. Well, no. he he just needs it constantly. He's so he doesn't have a choice probably. Which is weird because he's also like a Xanax addict. Oh, he's a pills guy. Y- yeah, since I didn't know he was a pills guy. He's uh, he's probably on something reasonable like I am. Like I, I take Klonopin every day because once you start taking it every day, it's he, a bitch he, to get off. <laughs> he's on a Billify. It's, he's on a vilify, and and if he stops <laughs> taking it, he's gonna stab a coworker. I, I, you know, I love that girl though. She's she's super sweet. I just really wish that, um, and I and I say this to a lot of fucking young people. They're like, you know, I don't know. She's like twenty two. Mm. She's trans. Life's hard for that kind of person. Yes. But here's the thing. You can't threaten to hurt people, like. There's certain th- there's certain things you can't do. Oh, can I tell you a fun thing? Of course. I got us legal counsel. Oh, really? Yeah, so we can like figure out if like something we're saying is a crime or not. Ooh, is it rain? No, no. Okay, I, I got was gonna a say. I got a got a. I was gonna say we've got a paralegal on the network. Everybody. No, passed okay. the bar. Went to Columbia. Nice. Good lawyer. Paul Wincock. <laughs> no. <laughs> he passed the bar. <laughs> went passed to Columbia. The, passed the bar at 18. <laughs> graduated Columbia Law School at 17. I'm gonna start pushing that history about him. I, I think it'd be funny if we got him in Mensa. We could do that. We could get a Paul in Mensa. He's and then they're all the Mensa members are going to take a look at his Twitter. 
Uh, can they kick people out once they've joined? Yeah, fuck yeah, they can. Oh, okay. Fuck I yeah, didn't know how that worked. It's not a government org. Okay. Um, dude, I, I really do think some people think professional sports are like government agencies. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, I guess they do take it very seriously. Well, no, and like, but they're like, they think steroids are like illegal. Oh. And they're like, dude, we'll see, like Barry Bonds could go to the fucking, fucking MLB, so it's illegal. And I'm like, no, that's a business that made a decision to make their shit st- there's sports shittier on purpose. Mm. Like, why why did we need to make baseball fair? Isn't the point of sports that it's radically not fair? Yeah. I, you know, what's up with the, the trim, hedging the curve? Yeah. You yeah. know? Well, no, that's the th- it, tall poppy syndrome, guys. Like, why are we cutting down the tall poppies? Yeah. Like, and also, like, baseball is just boring to fucking watch now. Like, y- you're going to watch five games before you see a home run. Yeah, the only like time you're getting excited is, like, the World Series. Because that's the pinnacle of the whole damn league. Right. And even then, you probably only got a half a chub on because you got $500 on, a, you know, a series of games or some shit. Yeah. You know in I mean? in person, that's more exciting. Honestly, yeah. You know? Oh, a day at the park? Yeah. Fucking awesome. I'm a big concession food guy. Yeah, man. Okay. That, really, that makes it for me. I like shitty concession food. There's nothing wrong with There's that. There's something to it, to dude, it, you know? Walking taco, maybe. Roller dog. Oh, dude, the roller dogs. Even though they're 8 or $9 sometimes, Which I still go for insane. it. That's insane. That's very insane. Dude, I the beers are $13, maybe. I ate, it, I ate <laughs> a Shake Shack twice this week in an airport. Oh, that sounds amazing. It was in an airport? Yeah, so like oh. me so me and uh, my partner, we both got like a burger, fries, and, and a soda each. Which is like oh, so that should be like eight dollars, right? Oh, dude, and you were you were with your partner too. That must have been fucking fun, dude. It was it was a ton of fun. We That's a lot of good time. memories. Yeah, d- awesome, dude. Great. We we got to do everything we wanted to in college. That's fucking it was, sick. It was fucking sick. But good, man. um, w- here's the thing, it cost forty dollars for two hamburgers. Really? And they were Shake Shack hamburgers, which are great, but like... That's like eating at Five Guys. Yeah. D- oh, dude. It, with that's with a couple shakes, it's probably like fifty some bucks. Yes. It, it's it was exactly like five guys i felt and then you know what's crazy is it's the best thing to eat in the b terminal of the denver airport yes. so i ate there twice i spent mm. 80 dollars on cheeseburgers Whoa. this week it is crazy but what did you enjoy them so good okay especially i guess I, that's what matters you're you know? like that's what matters most <laughs> I, ke- I kept taking edibles on the flight and i'd like wake up like really like distressed like i fuck like i got i landed and izzy sent me like two text messages yeah. and I responded with like five and they were all like, dude, I literally cannot focus right now. Dude, ser- dude seriously, I just need to get home. <laughs> I'm tired. Like, This is why I didn't say shit to you. I was <laughs> like, he needs, I know what traveling is like. I can't imagine from an airplane, you know, you're just going to be so inundated with all the amazing memories and traveling that you had. It's like, I wouldn't want anybody talking to me either. Dude, you know? So I'm glad I did that. I felt, I, you go with your instincts sometimes when it comes to your friends. You gotta, leave, you gotta leave them alone, okay? As much as you check on them, you gotta leave them alone. Dude, I'm, you know what I'm excited for about regarding uh, the friends? Hmm. Um, the fucking Kill Podcasters uh, meet up in fucking uh, Cali this summer. Or yes. this uh, winter, January. This hasn't been talked about. No, no. Uh, no one's this talked is a, about this it. This is a first announcement. There, there's some people on the network who don't know that we're doing this yet. Oh, um, yes. This is an exclusive, a KPN exclusive, everybody. Well, yeah, we're just we're doing some. I, I don't know what you want to call it. Team building, chilling out. Yes. Fucking, I don't like, much needed te- uh, hangouts. De- yeah, no, that's the thing. Is Can't like overdue. Like, yeah, no, we're good friends with these people now, and it's oh, just like, yeah. like it feels weird. It feels weird not being able to, uh, like, go across the street and like fucking be like, uh, hey, Izzy, 
Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. I want, if I want to be able to drive 10 minutes and go hang out with this person, I can't do that. No. It sucks. It sucks fucking ass when you're so far away from like your best friends. Seriously. It sucks dick. Yes. And we just, and, and we keep signing people that are farther and farther away. I can't wait for our first international. Yeah. We need a building like a uh, Sirius XM. No, I, you know, dude. So we were actually looking at a building. Oh, that's um, going on. Uh, yeah. Um, so, well, the building we were looking at was, is under contract. So we lost it. We fucking lost it. But the good news is that means that uh, we have financial backing for like an office building, which is like kind of cool. Like there's someone willing to uh, help with that. I, I was thinking we should go with one of my original ideas. We should try to find one of those um, old Masonic buildings, yeah. temple buildings, and just uh, take over the whole place. So there's, there. <laughs> I have actually looked at like small town like storefronts and shit. Yeah. There, I don't know if there's any Masonic places for sale. There might be. Because I... The if I had found, I found one once. So if, if I was able to do that, there's got to be some out there. The lodge in my hometown just uh, lapsed on filing. So they're, so I think they're, they're building. Might you just probably got to be a lodge member to even well, rent out the place now you know, to take that over. Dude, my, uh, my, my uh, great-grandfather was a master mason for 55 years. Have you thought about doing that? I have. Yeah, totally. Um, I, when I was kind of like desperate for a day job, like the idea of just being like, okay, I have weird skills that you kind of, you kind of need to know me on a socio personal level to understand like how I'm useful to you. Yeah. Um, and if, and if you do, I'm wildly financially useful to you. So Mason, the Mason seemed like a good way to be like, show up and like, be like, Hey, I'm a good boy. You need something done. I'll do it. Yeah. Um, it's a good way to network too. It's a great, it's a great way to network. All walks of life, you know, and you can only be a stand up person really to get into that. Yeah. You so. can't, you can't be a shit bag. Yeah. It's, and they, they'll like do weird stuff like, um, in interview people in like your community. And then they'll also like, I, I don't know if you still need this, but like you need to like get sponsored by like two current members something like that oh it's one of those things where yeah they they at least I th- someone needs to vouch for you that like you would make a good it's like trying to put a food stand at the local fair i know i know one kid from high school that became a mason he was in like one of the pre-mason orgs he was in demole and uh there's yeah there's all these pre-masonic organizations that you for, for kids and teenagers i didn't even know about that oh dude and there's ones wow. for women and girls like uh Order of the Eastern Star, Rainbow Girls. Like my my partner was in uh, Rainbow Girls, which is a Masonic organization. What a great name! It's super cool. I mean, they're 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 all super cute names, and the organizations are fun. They just have like cute little pentagrams on everything. <laughs> very very fun names on these esoteric groups. Yeah. <laughs> well, you, <laughs> you know got to make it kid friendly, so I don't. The I don't most blame them. the most disappointing thing about the Masons is, you know actually becoming somewhat accustomed with like what ritual it's not the death rituals that (laughs) it's yeah or i mean there are there are simulate simulated death rituals but like they're the thing is is like people are too hard on them about that by the way yeah because there's there's symbolic yes these these have been played out for so long like this is a part of a tradition thing it's not like supposed to be creepy or lame or something it's symbolic to this group like i don't know how people don't understand that a little bit it's you know yeah i think people are so quick to uh people really want to find the devil and i don't mean like like they want to find a bad guy like people really actually want to find satan and be able to point to it and go that's satan yeah and and so like you go find find some weirdos who have been accused by um a pope 
of being actual Satanists, and people run with it. Yeah, th- now that's that's real shit to get all worked up about. Wh- who's that guy that just exposed all the Freemasonry rituals? You know what I'm talking about? Leo Taxel? M- maybe that's who it is. He was like, every, every 24 hours I'm going to release more parts of this video. I was in an actual oh, ritual. No. Oh, I don't have to show you, but he released some of the actual uh, rituals, one of the death rituals. What was, what was going to stop him from posting it? Why was he posting it like that? I, I'm not sure. Was I it like, th- give I think me he money? Wanted, I think he wanted someone to reach out to him or something like that. I don't I don't remember what the, the whole clause with was with that, but... He's so he's he's secretly recording it on some hidden camera, and he's a part of the ritual. Is it Blue Lodge Masonry, like just regular? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and I I was watching the ritual, and everybody in the comment, oh, this is some creep shit. But even uh, people we know were sharing it, and I was just like, L- these are just old men doing a play, like it's a psychodrama. Every, everyone just like calm down. Why are we being so hard on it? It was a it was a new member initiation ritual. Oh yeah. Those are those are kind of intense. They have like the sword and shit. Yeah, and the, yeah. yeah. But I was like, come on, guys. This is like a this is a play, basically. Why yeah. are we getting all up in arms about this? You know, it's 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 teaching you a lesson through act if through having you act out a play, and it's yeah. it's it's nothing more than that. I mean, there's nothing magical that they have. Like the most magical shit you can do or find out is that getting motivated and doing things is like the only reason anyone does magic. The only reason people sit and light candles and like think really hard about something is to get the motivation to actualize something in real life. That is, that is magic. That is ritual magic. So like magic with a K. Yeah. Magic with a K. And, and that shit's cool. (laughs) If it, if it gets you out of fucking bed, if it gets your dick hard, if it, whatever does something for you, go ahead and do it. But, um, if you are like creeped out, that there are secret rituals and that like, like dark forces controlling the earth. Like you're probably out to lunch. You yeah. need a reality check. Like, and I don't, I don't know, man, like people right now are kind of blowing my mind. Cause like, they'll like believe like evangelical pastors that call themselves prophets. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I thought we were, isn't Christianity like pretty firm on like no new prophets or are they open to new prophets? Yeah. They're open. No, definitely. There's, o- there was, a, there's only one. Yeah, <laughs> there's only one prophet that ha- that happened. Okay, <laughs> no new idols, no new gods. You know, <laughs> they they do stick to that. <laughs> it's it's just it seems really crazy to me that like so much shit just keeps getting added to the Christian canon. Like, yeah, like there there will be new books of the Bible probably written about this era. You know what I mean? Yes. So weird to me. It's like and pastor the new New Testament. The, yeah, the newest testament. Well, it's going to happen. Maybe in our lifetime, there's going to be someone that shows up and is going to convince minimum 100,000 people they're Jesus. Oh, what an uproar. Well, with all these cults and everything, they're making up as long as they go, you know, and cherry picking everything, they probably make their own Bibles and stuff. So it's you're, you're not far off with that happening. Oh, dude. And they get into it. And what's crazy is like you see the kind of people that join New Age cults and they don't dress like the kind of people that would become like Christians or whatever. Yeah. But they're totally the same kind of people. Like it's, um, I think everybody wants a a sense of community and I think uh, most people are willing to compromise reason to have a sense of community for sure. For sure. One of the, the only people that I feel, well, I feel like he's a great example of taking a lot of the the reasoning and everything with all that and like truly applying it in like a real way is Victor. Yeah, the occult technician. Occult technician who's yeah. on the network. I feel like you know he not he's he's not out to lunch. No, you know what I mean. He he's taking it down to a real ground level. I don't know. You know, it's yeah. No, I think there's he's got a good sense of uh, 
actuality with it. There's a great number of things to be said about conspiracy, capital C, conspiracy, like conspiracies happen. Conspiracies are two people agreeing to do something. Yeah. And I think Victor's approach is like, he, he's reading you texts about how people conspire. Mm-hmm. So like, that's, that's interesting to me. Like, I want to know how I might be manipulated. I don't want to be told you're being manipulated by an underground bunker of Jews. Like that. I just not, I'm just not buying that crap. Sorry. Yes. yes. Not he, there's there's no bullshit with him too. And he's trying to interpret it in a real way to you, which not a lot of people will do. Like they'll do that. They'll put a bunch of bullshit behind it because they've got a real agenda. He doesn't have an agenda. Yeah. You know, his, his only agenda is really like understanding. And you, and know, you know what is worth understanding? Which is valuable. Like one of the things he's reading is, is Mind War by yeah. Michael Aquino. And one thing worth understanding is why did a theistic Satanist have the lieutenant colonel position in the United States military? And why did he invent psychological warfare for the U.S. Army? That's weird. Dude, we need a movie about him. Michael Aquino needs a movie so bad, and they're just—I've thought about that. Before. Wow, no all the biopics in the world. We, you know, Ray Charles, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Patton. I want to—I want to see a movie about Aquino, dude. I, so much of that has to be just like putting on hair gel. <laughs> like, like <laughs> if you've never seen a picture of Michael Aquino, he—he he like greases his eyebrows like up in the middle, so they look like little devil horns. Like it's fucking—he's a—he's you know, you know a character. He does this. With yeah. his hand, with his fingers. He does the yeah. devil horns with his hands, and then he does the eyebrows. And he was also, like, heavily implicated in a bunch of uh, the uh, McMartin preschool, like, satanic panic stuff. Oh, really? Yeah, because people would say they, like, saw, like, an army man there or something. And, like, he might have been mentioned by name. Oh, they're just trying to lump him in there. I huh? think so. That's not very fair. I, I think um, there was a lot of jockeying by the Christian right going on in the late 70s, early 80s that probably... Was was aimless, a little pointless. Um, you know, at least now the Christian right seems to have a very clear goal: uh, Christian nationalism. Yeah, that's gonna go well. Yeah, Christian exceptionalism. Christian exceptionalism, <laughs> dude. That's so. Is that what like Nick Fuentes is calling his his uh, butt fuck party now? He should. He should. Ameri- I just, that's a great term. I'm it, trademarking that. Um, what, what Christian would? exceptionalism. That's amazing, because like. Um, because <laughs> mo- Mormons are all about being like exceptional Americans and yes. being exceptional Mormons. Mm-hmm. Like I'm gonna cut you off at the pass. Exceptional, what is it? Christian. Ex- yeah, except Christianity. Ex- exceptional Christianity. Yes, that's even better. My yes. Jesus flip flop those a little bit. My Jesus is immaculate. Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't. I didn't mean to. No, flip no, flop no. It. That's that, I like that a little bit better. It's a little further away from the American exceptionalism term. <laughs> you know, that way it doesn't seem like I just ripped that. So no, I think you should. Cr- Christian exceptionalism sounds so rad. You could use it both ways, you know. I want to see what the if, if the effects we do some immediately effects. works. Oh damn, it doesn't. Fuck. All right, a little well, tremolo. We've been going for an hour forty. Oh wow. I feel good. It's been a while since we did a a real long one. Oh so yeah. No, this I'm excited good. for it. And I honestly, I feel bad. Uh, Why do you feel bad? I don't know. We took uh, uh, I had one episode that was like a day late, and then I took a week off for Thanksgiving, and I just kind of didn't explain to anybody. Oh, don't apologize to these people. Yeah. This is uh, art. Do I what you want. I don't know you anything. They've got all kinds of media to watch on the killpodcasters.com website. Okay. Oh, yeah. Go to killpodcasters.com. <laughs> They're still I trying to make it through some of the uh, Couch Philosopher stuff right now to catch up. You, you know what I do when I'm not here? I go and I find people that want to put their shows yes. on our fucking website. We're producing, we're writing. We're like, doing too much. Headhunting talent. Um, 
and I believe we are launching uh, an official uh, Kill Podcasters Patreon soon. Um, oh wow! Yeah, so dude, fuck yeah! It's we're we're working out the details of it okay. because getting instead of like um, a membership that we've talked about. So, yes. So it's Patreon membership instead. It it might okay. go that way. So we're we're thinking. Uh, it's most of uh, the listening audience we want to get probably already has Patreon. Yes. Um, and even though, ev- even though the payment processor we have is like super dope and they're, they're great. Um, and everything has worked beautifully. Um, yeah. I think we should call it the freedom club, the freedom club. Um, I, uh, Patreon seems to have a <laughs> uh, Patreon will let us support multiple shows with uh, private content. Like keep it all separate. Of course. Um, and I'm, I'm ready to start cashing in on you fuckers, and and I don't want to. Uh, yeah. I don't want to just start a uh, Patreon for Piss Magazine. I, I want to grow uh, the network as a whole. That would be great. Now we can get away with a little bit more stuff. I think so. I Maybe mean, play some stuff we might not have rights to a little bit and get away <laughs> with some of that. I well, that's the thing is like I we don't make any use of fair use out of this show, and we totally should. We have mm-hmm. like one or two episodes where we're like watching clips, yeah. but like. I mean, we've delved into it a little bit, you know. I mean, we might as well just pull it up, pull shit up on the TV, pull it up on the fucking. Yeah, we like can do that. We we've mentioned a few things we could have brought. I could have, we yeah. could have brought up the Masonic rituals that I've talked about. Oh yeah, dude. Well, yeah. And I recently listened to a great podcast, The Nonsense Bazaar. Their episode on Leo Taxel about you talked to me about this, dude. Yeah, personally. He, yeah, he, he like single-handedly like conflated Freemasonry and Satanism. The original troll. He straight up the OG troll. Like uh, his story is awesome. It might be something we have to talk about. Um, we need a biopic about him, <sighs> about Aquino. Dude, honestly, like for all the people, like we're kind of obsessed with like cult leaders and murderers right now. But and like, trolls, yeah, <laughs> original <laughs> trolls, OTs. I, it's I, but but I can't do another like Waco documentary. Like mm. there's literally. Well, that's no why Taxa would be so much more fun than yeah. Koresh. <laughs> well, no, and no his Koresh content. His fun thing is like, he got excommunicated from the Catholic Church, and then just tried to get back in, and by damn it, he fucking did it. Um, Gotta commend him for that. Yeah, and also like, who who cares that much about being Catholic? Are you fucking. Well, and went th- weren't they like, no, we know your deal. Yeah, <laughs> you can't come back, dude. He he, he, he just <laughs> buttered him up and said the right things. So actually, how he got back in—that's what you got to do. And I might, God, I feel like I'm, I'm repeating myself, but he was literally like, hey, Catholics, I'll tell you everything bad that the Masons do and mm. I'll write about it. So he, he started just like being like a mouthpiece that the Vatican could use <laughs> as a source. <laughs> and it was. Uh, He's basically doing his own political cartoons about them <sighs> outside of the organization. You know, isn't it weird to be just like working at the Vatican? Like you just you just don't fuck you. You show up, you work. Like a super specific job, like you're a librarian or you like restore paintings. There seems to be a lot of librarians there. Yeah, they have <laughs> the, one of the largest like private libraries, or probably one of the most difficult private libraries to maintain. Oh yeah, they got those secret libraries there. It's like, like a quarter, catacomb, I'm sure. Quarter mile underground. Ooh, and they're like, who knows what they have there? That's the mysticism with that whole library. Dude, can I use your vape? Yeah, I think it's uh, I think it's shit though. There you go. Is yours dead or something? Yeah, just there you go. Let's let's try grapes. Shout it's to about to be grapes. the flavor's about to be out, so you might not like it. Oh. I'm on the, I'm on the end of my life cycle. Wow, that one that one's got that really old school uh, kind of like cough medicine flavor. I like it. 
Yeah, I'm a grape guy. A lot of grape does kind of have this. It's it's cotton. It's magic cotton candy. Great. Okay. So, so there's a couple of different. I don't know what the magic. <laughs> there used to be this uh, shit. I, it's all I smoked in like high school. I had those shitty hookah pens. Mm. Google hookah pens, kids. Classic, um, dude. Fucking, it was called Ruthless Grape. Whoa, and that's right up my fucking alley, dude. Yeah, oh. and it the, the bottle looked like a fucking Affliction T-shirt. Oh yes, and and it tasted s- so wrong. You should not oh, really? be. No, it was so perfect. It was great. Oh, oh, okay. It tasted just like that. A good, the good wrong. Yeah, you're like, <laughs> the cancer shouldn't taste this fucking good. Fucking yes. delicious. That's dangerous about this stuff. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm. I know people watch us and they're like, "Oh, they're they're sm- huffing on that uh, fart gas and everything," but <laughs> it's like, I'm sorry, man. At least it tastes good, okay? Oh my god, yeah. At least it's not a fucking Marlboro Southern cut. Do you have right? fu- oh, dude. Yeah, I know. I, you know, we're, we're not King Cobra. Okay? My, my favorite thing to do is ruin Southern cuts for people and tell them what Southern cut means. What does it mean? It means the stem is included. So if you were to unroll a Southern cut, you will find a whole tobacco stem in there, and that shit is huge. Dude, I wish we had a pack of that now just to like yeah, prove that. I, I wish we did. That would be fu- oh, that would be fucking cool. I never knew that. We ha- we have a, a pack of. Good thing I'm never gonna smoke those again. Yeah, we we don't smoke here, but uh, we have some cigarettes from my drinking days. So from, uh, from like uh, 20 years ago, we've got, yeah, <laughs> we've got a pack of cigarettes we bought off eBay. I gotta we're gonna light up some Parliaments, dude. I yes. I have thought so hard about smoking on this show so so hard and it's not worth it because i'm never gonna wash that laundry over there it'll smell like smoke forever oh yeah <laughs> once you start you're gonna fuck with uh some of the equipment around here yeah no it's not it's not happening and i you we, we end up it comes finally the time to move all this into a studio and you get it there and it's all like uh it's got a tinge, tinge of yellow all over it yeah oh god no there's there's a i'm very diligent yeah because I, I do smoke in my house, and so, like, I, I have to, like, fucking, I try to keep it away from everything. There's, I'll sacrifice my speakers, because those are getting, those are getting up there in age. You're getting the use out of it. Yeah. They, so, oh, they sound know. amazing. And You're not taking those outside to show off to everybody. No. You know? No. They're not, they're not being filmed, actively. <laughs> um, this, but, dude, this is, uh, I think this might be the move for Piss Magazine. This might be a... Uh, this might be how we roll. Yeah, you like digging the, this? I like this angle. I, I did. You know what? I left my fucking prep upstairs, so I didn't get a fucking hit any of the bits. But like, that's fine. I don't give a shit. Do you I remember d- anything else you had? No, no. I've just uh, today I wrote uh, some stuff for Hyper Sigil, our sketch nice. pilot that's coming out this summer. Dude, I went through some of those. Yeah. Fucking hilarious. Did you go through them today? Yes. Before uh, I came over, because because you linked me, so I went and checked out uh, some of the prep. Wow. Did you, did you check out any of the ones on the bottom? Oh yeah, I read the whole thing. Oh. <laughs> Of course, I had to. I uh, stuff I haven't seen before from us. Of course, dude. I gotta yeah. check. I check out all the stuff. People don't know this. I watch all the shows. I check out all the content. I watch everything. Yeah, you know? I I need to be fucking better about it. Dude, see, um, I don't blame the upper guys in the company for <laughs> not being on top of like all the content because you guys are doing a lot of stuff. You know, I feel like that's part of my job. I, well, I'm a fan too. Yeah, I'm a fan, and I work here. Lucky enough to work here. You started off as a fan. Don't denigrate yourself. Yeah, start yeah. off as a fan. It was like a win's jo- win John's job situation. <laughs> Dude, it was a uh, is that a was that a reality show? Oh, that was uh, Howard Stern. Oh, when John yeah. Melendez left, they played a game to so you try out different job. people to win his job. Did yeah. Artie Lang win? Oh no, he was on there before. Okay, before good. Melendez left. Yeah, no, Dude. that's how they got uh, the prank guys, Richard and Sal. Oh, weird. Yeah, that's wait, wait. 
Wait, like like the Impractical Jokers guys? Basically. That's insane. Yeah, that's how they got them. Um, they made them take a week. Of, uh, one guy got a whole week, and he had to do a, a bit on the show uh, for the whole week. And then they w- took all the weeks, and were like, who's the best? That's okay. That's not a bad way to do it. Yeah. I mean, I, I would it's hate... It's a, month, a month's worth of content, so... <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess when I'm getting paid the whole time, I don't care. But that would I would hate to have a gig dangled over me for a month. I mean, it's happened before. And I oh, yeah, you're working the there for free? Yeah. Like, oh, man, oh, on dude. that high level of a pro- high profile of a job. Yeah, I've Luckily, I've never been in a position where I've had to work on it for free. But just when someone's like, yeah, dude, we got something We got something good coming for you in, in, a, in a couple of days. In a couple of days. Yeah. Um, dude, every day doing something that like that for like five hours. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be fucking crazy. Internship on that? Dude, I, I, I love every internship I've ever been on because all I have ever had to do was move furniture and then resell office supplies. Imagine doing that, and then you have to also write and perform. Oh, yeah, that would suck. Yeah. That would that's what make somebody's food, too. That's what being at UCB is like. <laughs> like <laughs> fucking, is it really? <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. Yeah, so you're at the Upright Citizens Brigade, which is like a comedy yeah. club and also an improv school. Mm. They're, they're, they're back. They were out of business for a little bit, but they're back. And Oh, uh, I didn't know that that was still in existence anymore. Wow. Yeah, they, they went away, but they're, they're back. Um, and you pay unsuccessful comedians money to, to learn how to be funny. And basically what happens is like you slowly get picked through. I mean, they just make it's like Scientology. You just keep paying and paying for classes. But if they like you, you move up to like a showcase where you still don't get paid. And then you move up to another one where you don't get paid, but you're with more famous people. Isn't that similar to like a second city? It's exactly the same thing. Or the groundlings. Groundlings, yes. um, Improv Olympic. There's a lot of these improv groups. I've considered joining every single one of them. The reason I don't is because basically you could work there. You could be a paid actor there for fucking or performer for like five, seven years and never pay off the credit card debt that you took out to fucking be there. Yeah, you're sitting there hoping you're going to be like a Steve Carell and you're just maxing out all your credit cards. Yep, that's every (laughs) single person at UCB. (laughs) And and what's crazy is you'll see someone that gets like a modicum of success. They get like a drunk history or they Mm. get on like fucking whatever... And Kyle Kinane. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) One in 10 million. Yeah. One in 10 million. Actually, I don't know what executive was picking up Chicago guys from for Comedy Central, but like um, Kinane was Chicago. Burris was Chicago. Oh, yeah. At the same time, too. And fuck, there's a bunch of other people. But like Chicago comedy gets shit on. Nobody cares about it at all. Name one club in Chicago. You can't. It's the helium, by the way, but you can't name it. <laughs> and, um, and then like the, all those guys, they move to LA, they get half decent, and then they they just get picked up right away. Maybe they moved out to LA because they got a gig. Because yeah. like Kanane was opening for Daniel Tosh, and then like that's later, a good spot, great spot. This was in 2012. I, s- I saw him that year, and Kanane crushed. And then he was the voice of Comedy Central for like almost a decade. He did all of their announcements and shit. Oh, really? He's the voice like, you're watching Comedy Central. That's Kyle Kinane. Holy shit. Yeah, dude. Wow. I didn't know that. Such a sweet gig. Oh, I my mean, God. I've seen him in a ton of bit parts. Ton of bit parts. It's it's really weird because it's like, I, it's impossible to know how financially successful a comedian is. It is absolutely impossible because like any yeah. t- anytime i see a comedian with a house i'm like how how'd you do that yeah it's not like asking alexa <laughs> Kourtney kardashian's bmi 
Yeah. Yeah. You can't find that out. You can't find that out. <laughs> Dude, I'm fucking. I, I'm trying to think like it, that was the weirdest thing about like the whitest kids, you know, stuff like when they started like streaming from their houses during COVID. Yeah. And I was like, all of you guys have like pretty nice places except Timmy. So you must be doing something <laughs> behind the scenes. <laughs> Like Timmy, Timmy just moved back to South Dakota, so like that's yeah. He was just getting appearances money. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Sixty, can, seventy bucks at a time. Can I can I hit that fucking vape, dude? I'm, I'm oh, I thought you were talking about my Red Bull. I was no. like, dude, that's almost gone. Yeah, and also like yeah, we never you. shared a drink. I yeah. don't know if I want to do that. Yeah, well, you don't want my the Red Bull backwash. Nobody wants the the back bowl. The back bowl, <laughs> dude. Dude, it'd <laughs> be really bowl. it'd be really funny if like as a high level drink we get really attractive women to put Red Bull in their mouth and spit it back into a cup. We have hot girls. There's, mix there's probably fetishes for that. We have hot girls mix cocktails in their mouth. Okay. Th- these are, this sounds like a stern bit. Yeah. Wait, God. Doing it in their butt. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> okay. A hot girl makes the cocktail in her mouth and then she feeds it into your ass with a funnel. There we go. We're mixing jackass with the Howard Stern bit. Yeah. I like that. Well, I want to, s- I want there to be a cherry in the cocktail and then I want to see if someone can shoot the cherry out of their ass into the girl's mouth, into the back into the girl's <laughs> mouth. She has to take the shot out of the ass. <laughs> I've, you know, I've seen people butt chug. I've never seen somebody. Wait, take you've a seen shot that in person? Ass. No. Oh, I was like, holy oh, shit, dude. You've s- oh, wow. No, but I've, I don't think I could watch that person. I want to see someone take a shot out of an ass. Hmm. Do a reverse butt chug, a mouth chug, yeah, if you will. Mouth chug, yes, dude. We don't know any. See, that's the thing. Is like, this is the lame thing. This is the lame thing about knowing conservative comedians. Um, I w- they're I not willing to do fun things like that. They, yeah, they don't want to do anything <laughs> fucking gay. They don't. That'll, that'll look stupid. Like, what? What if? What if my future trad wife sees yes, this? So we need more liberal women on the network, please. That would be nice. Actually, I thought about that today. I was like, the I, nonsense bizarre girl can. <laughs> <laughs> do some of that for us like well just i wanted to hire someone to do like a liberal talking head show yes like, that we would don't, be good we don't have any like outwardly like fucking like right-wing programming at all and like those like i'm not political at all yeah so it would just sort of be nice for me in my brain if people didn't think that i ran fox news that would be Super comfortable for me, dude. We make on Death Camp. We'll make like kind of uh, asserted uh, conservative jokes, and yeah. then people will see me like making a joke at Mount Walsh, and then they think I'm li- libertarian. Yes, it's it's really <laughs> I'm, I'm funny. liberal, completely liberal. And my my thing is like, <laughs> I grew up in a time where making fun of politicians was how you were funny. It's yeah. like the one. It's like the one time you could be an adult is like fucking being like joking about politics, and so. I'll do it to anybody. I don't know. You make jokes now and you're automatically taking a side. Yeah. It's, it's like, like, I can't no. just poke fun at a personality, dude. Like that's the, you know, did that, did that wrong with you? die with John Stewart? Like, can we I think not? so. He might've been the only one allowed to him and Colbert. They were, they were allowed to make fun of liberals and make fun of MSNBC, but they would only ever do it. Like, like if, I don't know, you'd have to like fart on air or say something <laughs> like say something truly like reprehensible. Yeah. Um, Fox News was a fucking gold mine. Like honestly, I didn't realize this. Maybe we can just flip the script and make two shows. Um, cuz like uh they would just take conservative clips. They would do what we do with shorts. Yeah. And then they would just like instead of doing like commentary, they would just do jokes. And so <laughs> what if what if we just do that? Oh, we could do that. We just do a political clips roundup <laughs> and then we fucking do that. And boom, new show. <coughs> <laughs> 
It's the cotton candy. It's the cotton candy vape. Literally. It's the magic. That's the magic happening. You know it's good when <laughs> the magic is manifesting in you. When the phlegm tastes like the vape juice, <laughs> it's good. That's why we do this. In case we <laughs> cough, it uh, t- the the mucus tastes good. Dude, I'm I uh I think I think I like uh the Tuesday Piss magazine. It's really nice after yeah, work. This is pretty good. Yeah, you were all hyped up. You had a lot of energy after work. I was surprised. See, I, I'm an outside uh, manual labor guy. So I'm like always exerting myself and walking miles basically. Yeah. So I'm a little more tired, but your energy kind of brought me up. So, well, I'll, you know. I'll tell you what. Um Adderall and I'm drinking caffeine again. So oh, that'll do her. That that's that'll that'll <laughs> keep you going till 8:30. <laughs> oh, fuck yeah. I'm it's, sure. It's you know what's weird is like when you have ADHD, it's like such a fucking background substance. Like yeah. I, I take it and like just forget that I took it. I've just yes. happened you, to you, be able to. You, you got to tell the audience you've got a prescription. Yeah. Oh for yeah. These things. Okay. God, everybody. Not, not these, these aren't uh, <laughs> recreationally. No. God okay. damn everybody. And, and here's here's my thing. If you have ADHD, to go get treated for it. But like if you don't have ADHD. Just sleep more, faggot. Like, just get yeah. better. Just sleep better. But get a neck pillow. Like, yeah. fix your circadian rhythm. Yeah. And also, like, do you know it's uh, fucking? It's so stupid. I don't. I don't even want ADHD to be a mental illness because I, I like to think of it as a disposition that I have. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a difficulty I have. Okay. So no, it's not a disability. No, not right? a difficulty. A disposition. I. Uh. I really just don't want to focus on shit. Yeah, my brain does not. It has no desire to focus. You just say it's a lifestyle. It's a lifestyle. Yeah, it's I choose. I choose not to want to focus on these things. <laughs> I, I choose <laughs> to forget about shit the second I walk into yes, a room. Yes, that is. <laughs> I choose to be distracted by things that uh, interest me. Oh, can we do a Varg shout out real quick? Go for we it. Got the, we got, we got oh a, yeah, yeah, we yeah. Got the, I bought the fucking corniest, can't wear it outside and get laid, Burzum T-shirt. Shout I, out to uh, Norway. Dude, I, I was at some uh, fucking off, off-brand off Hot Topic in uh, Colorado, some fucking cool little skate shop, and I, I, I don't know. I think I recommended, I went in there like five, six years ago. Was I was like, going to say, they're not selling that at Zoomies. No, they're not. They're not <laughs> Imagine selling. Imagine if they were. <laughs> they're not selling noted uh, uh, like racist uh, murderer <laughs> Church merch. burning. <laughs> yeah, church burning. He did everything that was bad, okay? like Smiled about it, too. He, you know, I, I don't think he's done a rape, but everything else, he's done it. Close uh, enough. It's <laughs> If you're burning down a church, you're pretty much a rapist. Yeah, no, his, his, murder, his murder was a hate crime. So, like, he's yeah. basically, yeah. He's, he's done all the boxes. Um, But, uh, yeah. He can't be a Freemason. But here's the thing. I remember... Talking to the manager there one day and like recommending like ten shirts you should buy, yeah. And like Burzum was totally on the list because that Philosophem album cover is like really sick. Oh, so you influenced yeah his no, purchase like weird. him him getting it in the store. They, they had Venom, they had Bathory, they had Bur- they had all of the black metal shit sick. I recommended like sick. years ago, and I was like, this did is they cool. have King Diamond? I don't know if they had King Diamond. Okay. Um, but uh, they had some cool retro Green Day shit, you know, fucking all the all the band T-shirts you want to fill out your closet, Joy Division, Black Flag, mm-hmm. shit like that. Um, they didn't have My War though. See, that's the thing. They have they have the right bands, but the wrong shirt. Mm. This is a gay ass Burzum shirt. Yes. This is not. I can't wear this outside and get like cool like. Sweet, I, I like that was probably one of the cheaper ones he could have bought in bulk, probably. <laughs> he could get yeah, a good probably. deal on. Yeah. He <laughs> didn't have you over his over his shoulder choosing the one. The you know? screen printing is so good, though. <laughs> it's oh, like really huh? thick. <laughs> it's good. 
I'm, I'm happy. I'm happy. Varg is getting the recognition he deserves. <laughs> he is the. He's like the most famous asshole. Like he just gets to be whatever he is, and he has fans. Yeah, Michael Aquino doesn't have a documentary about him, but he does. Dude, Bur- a killer documentary, dude. Burzum, fucking. Oh yeah, killer documentary. Um, and a movie. Uh, Bur- uh Oh yeah, with uh, one of the Culkins. Yes. Yes. I, yes. Yes. Uh, Lords of. Uh, Lords of Darkness. Darkness. Okay. Um. But, uh, I can't can't fucking remember what I was gonna say. But yeah, like the, the the story of of Varg's life is like truly crazy, and like just the whole black metal scene. And but oh yeah, that little record shop they own. I all the lore. There's a lot of lore. I, I hate that's to really ad- cool. I hate to admit how much of our business model is based off of the success of black metal in Norway, <laughs> but a lot <laughs> of it is. Yes, thank you, Varg. It's yeah. It's, thanks, Varg. It's, it's thank you. Uh, shout out to Euronymous. Shout out to Euronymous. <laughs> Oh my god It's I mean we're doing everything right We're doing yes. everything right Yes As you long as we don't uh, Stab each other to, to death Or yeah <laughs> Or use any Bits of skull As necklaces Yes Or uh One of you uh, commit suicide I'm not gonna take a picture of it Use it as an album cover Yes <laughs> The cover of my podcast <laughs> we, These are all real things That this guy did <laughs> Actually no wait That was Euronymous No No Yeah death killed himself And then Burzum <laughs> Allegedly Varg allegedly made it his brain. Yeah. Into I heard like one of them had um, some of his teeth. Yep, there's skull that's fragments crazy. were made into jewelry. Oh, that's what it was. Okay, it was uh, it was pretty crazy. Well, what's crazy is like his body was found by a band member. That band member goes across the street to like a Walgreens and gets a fucking disposable camera, yeah. takes a picture, and then that it's like it's used as the cover of a bootleg album. But here's the thing: how did that picture get into circulation? Anyway, well, I always wondered if. The member killed him. I always wonder about that. So one thing I've mm. wondered about is if they, that was all staged. Wow, you know, I never thought as, about uh, that. That it wasn't really a suicide, and that they probably just somebody just had that psychotic thought, like, oh, you know, it would be a sick f- album cover. It w- I wouldn't put it past them. I mean, like, yeah. literally, the atmosphere they you cultivated know? was literally like. Which I haven't heard that theory at all. Which I was surprised nobody was like, had they looked into? I you know. Well, was it one of those overkill suicides where it's like he slid his wrist and then shot himself? Oh, that I don't know. That could be. It could, it could have been just one of those, and like people usually are just like, yeah, it's probably a real one. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's um, probably why maybe it wasn't investigated well, in, in that far in depth, you know? it's a, a b- Black metal's a truly interesting fucking thing. Like, honestly, I could probably, I, sh- I should probably just host a black metal podcast. We listen to, like, we listen to a wall of noise, and then we, we can review some of it. That'd be cool. Yeah, no, I'd like that. I would really That'd like be that. interesting. You know, what's funny. So like uh, most black metal bands aren't signed. We could probably just email them and be like, can we talk about your album on our show? Like we'll listen to it. Well, and I love that like Varg would purposely choose like the shittiest equipment. Yeah. Yeah. Which is kind of, I'd love to review some of the equipment and production. That, that would they, that be they went fun. Through, you know, you how bad it was. And you know, it would be really you know? fun because we could probably for under, a hundred, two hundred bucks. <laughs> Test these things out too. Yeah, like we could probably <laughs> buy the the Logitech laptops or Logitech uh, desktop speakers he was using. We could probably find this his. Thing. We could probably buy his actual. <laughs> 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 we'll just reach out to him. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure he's still got some of that. Dude, that's him right now. That's, that's he's Varg. getting back to us. We've already talked. <laughs> We've already talked about this. We're communicating with Varg. Varg says it's cool and hail Hitler. End quote. <laughs> <laughs> No, he, dude, he's <laughs> one of those guys who's like Hitler was a pussy. He did not do enough, and oh, he wasn't he wasn't badass enough for him. Yeah, um, oh, Hitler's wow. Hitler's not cool enough for him because the Holocaust allegedly didn't happen to him. 
Oh, he's a he's a denier. Okay. Yeah. Um, I like that one of the most evil dictators is beneath him. Yeah. Too lame. Too, <laughs> too lame, lame for him. Yeah. Um. You know what? Paul Win. Uh, Paul Wincock told me he got a strike for uh. Uh, saying the wrong number of uh, uh, Jewish people died. Over all the other content that he pr- produces. Yes. Well, his his <laughs> YouTube is fairly tame. Yeah. Compared yeah. to other, other. Oh, I thought you were talking about the Twitter. <laughs> no. <laughs> his fans are fucking weird. I was like that one little detail. <laughs> like, his his fans are the strangest group of people. I can't wait to get to know him better. Till there's um the cock con. The con, con, you know, yeah. he's Paul Con. He's uh, he's threatening to uh, post uh, that edited version of uh, the the interview. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. I don't I don't know what's gonna happen there, but oh, uh, so there needs to be some uh, some consequences. Okay, you need to bring the hammer down. Uh oh, yeah, you start your training. We train here with a bag every day. Yeah, it's I see. That's the thing is I don't think he knows about the the cancel us tier on Patreon. Where we put everything that's actually bad, and it's like it's ten million dollars, and cancel our t- cancel our it's careers. It's six million dollars. Six million dollars. <laughs> it's actually only two hundred fifty thousand dollars. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was more like uh, it was more. Stop yeah. doing that joke. It was more like fifty six hundred. Fifty six hundred dollars. Yeah, fifty six hundred. Uh, you know, it's too good of a joke. To it's sometimes. too good of a joke. Yeah. It really is. I mean, Callback. You know, we like the callbacks. You know what? If make another popular <laughs> genocide, and we'll make <laughs> jokes about those numbers. Yes. Like how many Native Americans died? Well, oh, a lot. <laughs> Not enough. <laughs> Kidding. Well, you know, there's. Hey, I can th- say there's that there's some new ones that are coming to fruition. So we just got to hang on, be patient. I'm Cherokee. Sorry. You might be. We might be able to get a grant. <laughs> we might be. Might, you might I be able to that. get a grant if you are. You can't. Here's the thing. People, and I feel really bad for people that are like mixed race now and like super light skinned and they're like their their grandkids will just be white, right? Because mm. like no. no one will ever believe them that they have black heritage. I'm sorry. The white, it'll, it'll bleach you out. It'll fucking give you blue eyes and fucking straight hair. I'm so sorry. But like... It, it, it's just well, there's been so much erasing of history too, <laughs> and like changing it that they're going to be like that didn't happen. Yeah. You tell them about all these uh, racial tribulations that happened. Oh my! <laughs> they're God. not even going to believe that any any of it exists. That's a conspiracy, dude. I th- I think it'll. I think people <laughs> will will write down like 20, 2014 to twenty thirty, the great white complaining. Yeah. Like and mm-hmm. and you know what? It doesn't matter if any of those grievances were true or not. It will be remembered as the time where white people, instead of doing anything at all lightly complained privately to each other about race relations for 20 years yes it's like the, s- the silent struggles of the white men in the, <laughs> the new millennium <laughs> just, just <laughs> it's like oh god oh like it's just um it's it's really funny because if you are white and frustrated about racial issues you straight up have no outlet you have zero outlet Unless you want to go uh, onto Twitter into one of those spaces, be weird. <laughs> yeah, if if, if you want to be like a total social reject and uh, commit to a bunch of weirdo fucking ideology horseshit, follow a lot of bullshit Reddit pages. Yeah, then like a lot of subreddits. Yeah, then you can you can get to it through that. You can get to enlightenment through there. Oh yeah, enlightenment. Go go uh go read uh, some red pill memes on poll, and then uh and then go see how normal you are in like nine months. <laughs> go 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 see. That's uh, a good prescription. Go see how many of your high school friends call back. 
Dude, um, can I hit, can I hit your uh, death yeah, vape? Yeah, I got you. Time? The death vape, everything's got a death I like thing that to it. I like that it tastes like the inside of your pocket, dude. Dude, you know, oh, I know, sorry. Kidding. Oops, no, the lent, the lent, the lent vape. <laughs> what were you saying? Uh, dude, speaking of the the death vape, the whole the death naming things. Yeah. I saw you know on the show on American Death Camp, we call the our time the death clock. Yeah. Liquid Death has a death clock. It's a Nixon watch. Oh, word. And I'm thinking about getting a death clock. Does it look nice? Nixon's can, oh, look, yeah. can look okay. Yeah, the arms are axes. Oh. Like uh, hatchets. Is it, it, it like good. a black on gray kind of thing? All black. Nice. All black. Yeah, dude. I'd, I'd fucking get that. The, Nixon's the death clock. And I was like, ooh, I need a real death clock Nixon's for my death like clock. fucking affordable, too, dude. Like, what, what is that, like 250 or something? I don't know. I've looked at the price yet, but it's affiliate. It's collaboration with Liquid Death, so you know they put a price on there, which is so crazy. To me. If anything, it should be cheaper because it's a fucking ad. You're, you're yeah. wearing an ad, but they boost up the price because it's something like that. You it's know that they do. I'll, it's okay. I'll use a firm. I'll use Afterpay. I only I five only, installments of uh, twenty five dollars. I don't want to <laughs> use Tony Hawk's water. If if Jason Ellis comes out with canned water, I'll drink Jason Ellis's canned water. Is that water. Tony Hawk? Yeah, Tony Hawk owns Liquid Death. Oh, that's his brainchild. Okay. Oh, he bought it from the guy that Invented made that. It? Then did he? Right. I think so. Oh, because I, I think it was a guy who he started with the marketing first, mm-hmm. and then built the product after 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 yeah. the fact. That's a classic Bill Gates move. Mm. Is Which that what, what product did he do that with? All of Microsoft. Microsoft Windows <laughs> did not exist when he sold it. Wow. So he he sold it and he didn't have a single line of code written. This is what I and did with my show. He t- he turned he turned <laughs> in the project late. So he 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 sold he sold all these licenses to computer to companies. Pushed out the shittiest version 1 software of all time. And mm. then literally he he would wait for companies to call and complain and then they would fix that bug and then they did that and then they would sell updates to that company to this to the same companies. They're, they're clients, they're a small computer firm wow. at that point. So they would sell Updates to their firmware or to their software, just like over and over and over. Oh, yeah, this is definitely the kind of guy I want to get my vaccines from. (laughs) A shrewd businessman. Yes. No, I would. See, this is why people liked Jonas Salk. (laughs) Jonas Salk didn't have a billion dollars in maggot farms in Arkansas. That's a real thing. Oh, Gates? Yeah, Gates. uh, He bought a. Investing in all this, that kind of shit? Not a. It wasn't maggot farms. It's like grasshopper and cricket farms or whatever. What the fuck? It's like alt meat, bro. Eat the bugs. Oh, it did a way off of like uh, agriculture. Is yeah. that why? No, no, no. So it's, okay. it's you got the wrong idea about that. No, he. I believe he. <laughs> this is what I was, man. Maybe this is just some conspiracy shit I overheard. But he bought a bunch of farmland in the south, and uh, I heard it was allocated for alternative meat research. Interesting. So they're making grasshopper patties. Grasshopper patties, probably growing a lot of soybeans. Oh, he was a precursor to the everyone's gonna eat bugs thing that's going been going around. That that's what freaks people out. Like he was like the the week I heard eat the eat the bugs bigot um was like the same week I was hearing about that Bill Gates wow. shit. The only place that should should be training you and teaching you to eat bugs is uh the military. Yes. Yes. Okay. When you're stranded somewhere, and you need to rip the head and spine out of a grasshopper to yes. survive. That's the only time you need to know different kinds of ants to eat. Um, let's let's get educational. If you want to eat a grasshopper, you grab it by by its back, because by its hindquarters and its head, yes. and you pull the head out. That'll take the spine with it, and then you can just eat the grasshopper. Oh, well, no, I know now. I don't want to be reincarnated to a grasshopper. You do not. No, especially not near a barrack. <laughs> <laughs> that's not that's, near a training base. It's one of those weird things that like um, people that were in the army in your family like tell you. 
Oh, they they did that kind of stuff. Yeah, oh, it's wow. just yeah, yeah. It's part of like a uh, seer training, survival training. They Probably. teach you that. They, t- they they teach you that kind of shit. It's high in protein. Yeah, they say yeah. shit like that. Well, oh my god. Well, we're at two ten. Okay. I'm ready to I'm ready to wrap. Um, but it's been nice talking to all y'all. Hope you yeah. enjoyed the Piss Magazine. Watch all the shows in the network. Yeah, please, please, please do. Go to go to killpodcasters dot com. You'll get a list of all the shows that have been uh, posted recently, and. Uh, I think we're going to start publishing like a weekly calendar to the Twitter. So at kill podcasters. And if you want to reach out to me or Emmett personally, I am at piss magazine and stone Fox Detroit is at stone Fox Detroit Yes, on Instagram, Twitter. I'm just on Twitter and I can also be reached at Tanner at killpodcasters.com. Email me if you have some business shit you want to talk about. All right, y'all have a good one. And you know what? Next week, we're bringing back intro music. We're bringing back outro music. Yes, Fuck my it. favorite thing. My favorite thing of the show. I know. It's, it's, you're I you're love right. That. It was missing. Oh, yes. It was missing. That's good.